Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Kathy had a story in news earlier of a of a guy on an aircraft uh, and they were about to take off and he opened up the exit, uh, the emergency exit, and he engaged the slide. Yeah. And jumped off and slid down the, the slide. And I immediately said, I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to do that, yeah. too. Yeah. It, it and, looks and like so much fun. There was a guy who was a flight attendant who on his last day got into big trouble because that was clearly something he wanted to do. And it ended up costing him like $15,000 or something like that because obviously there's a mechanism and they have to replace all that. Yep. And then they have to delay and there's, you know, it's all kinds of... Uh, you know, monetary uh, issues for that, and so you can't just do that. And then it progressed to, uh, I thought, well, wouldn't it be great to have a, an amusement park based around all the things you'd want to do at the airport to yes. try that? And then you said, well, maybe even expand it mm-hmm. further, yes. make it all those things, I've wanted to try this amusement park. So if we were to open an amusement park called I've Always Wanted to Do That, <laughs> What would be the attractions oh, that would be available? So obviously, one of the big ones would be the 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 airplane. Well, the the, the airplane. Uh, no, so if we stay in the airport a little bit, I think I would like to ride one of the luggage yes. carousels. Yes, I'm with you. Yes, uh, 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 ones that do not, you know, um, make kill you if you're to pass yeah. through. Because there are ones that are like in Die Hard too. That to me looked like a fun roller coaster. Steve, do you remember luggage. in uh, the original airplane movie? Yes, they showed it was a. T- and if you've never seen it, if it's a little dated for you, it's it's obviously very slapstick. But they, uh, it, they the luggage was all sitting around the carousel, and the people were coming out of <laughs> okay onto the right. conveyor belt. Yeah. It was hilarious. It was great. Uh, so so I, I one thing I in case he got to do this that I would add into the I've always wanted to do that amusement park would be. Riding on the back of a trash truck. Oh. So that could be one. There's actually a commercial now where a woman is trying to get insurance for her car, and and so one of the methods she picks to go to work is on the back of a trash truck. Listen, I think it looks cool. It is. But you know what? Um, Do it when it's a little bit uh, warmer out. Yes. So you can smell everything. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's a little cold, a little pretty fast. At the park, you wouldn't have to do it at 630 in the morning. Right. Um, You know, they'd have different hours. So 215-263-WMMR. What should we add to this? Kathy, what were you going to say? I was going to say, is it the Minions movie where uh, they go back into the luggage carousel? And it's like this huge, I I think it's Minions. And it's like. It might be. And it's just this like amazing. It looks like an amusement park. And like, that's what I have in my head. So I want to ride the luggage carousel. All right. Uh, You know what I have yet to, to do is ride a mobility scooter. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's overrated. I, I see them at the, uh, I see them at the supermarket. Yeah, right? and uh, I think I had I... one for a long time, Steve. And Casey's fun. Right. No, no. Was it, it electric or was it? I believe, yeah, because you had to charge it. Yeah. Okay, and uh, Not they fun? don't they don't go that fast. God damn it! You, no. you sit on the back and you're like, oh man, I'm gonna haul some ass, and uh, air's gonna be blowing in my my, or my my the wind's gonna be blowing in my hair, in my ass. and the hair's gonna be blowing in my wind, and uh, it just is <laughs> nothing exciting. No, it's not right. even worth getting injured or old. All right, um, I want to like walk around the top of like the link, like you where they fire off the fireworks from. Okay. You see people yeah, like standing all the way at the top of the stadium. Well, someone, ha- yeah, that's how they load them in there. There has to be some sort of walkway, right? Yep. Yeah, or like inside the Wells Fargo Center. But the second one, more tangible, I want to ride down at the trash chute. Yes, on the side of a building. Okay, Nick had <laughs> mentioned yes. that one. Yes, we talked about that. Now- 
I am a big fan of that as well. Depending on on the, uh, you have to do a few precautions because some of them are, are direct vertical drops for like four or five stories yeah. into garbage. And well, there are other ones that have sort of a sloping thing. I want to ride that. I think at, at the, I've always wanted to do that amusement park. You we, could do it have, safely. We would have the sloping nice. one. Uh, nice. I think that would work out. Wait, what was the, uh, oh, yeah, Marissa had mentioned, have you guys ever walked on, on catwalks before? Yes. High up? It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. So if you look like we're going to be um, at the Wells Fargo tomorrow night. Yeah. And you look up where all the, you know, they've they've retired, uh, you know. The jerseys. jerseys. Yeah, yeah, the banners up there, yeah. You see those catwalks. Oh, yeah. that would be cool. Well, I've been up on that. I was one at the Nassau Coliseum. It's not cool. It's effing it's scary. Cool. No, I just did it at, at my high school yeah. drama theater. It was, it scared the hell out of me. Really? Oh, my God. I would yes. not, to me, if they had a like a hook mm-hmm. where you could hook up to a tether, I'd feel better doing it that way. Yeah. But they don't. Yeah. Um, remember we did the tour of uh, the uh, Comcast Tower 1? I loved it. It was awesome. But when you get to the tippity top, it is catwalky. And, uh, and yeah. Jim Antez, who was our uh, sales manager, yes. he was having a hard time with that. Well, he, so, he was able to center himself by doing his uncanny Yoda impression. Yeah. Well, the, the, walk- I am. Uh, the walkways were graded. Yes. And so he couldn't. It, you look through it, uh-huh. and he, he couldn't do it. Uh-huh. I consider that a uh, that that is was a bucket list thing fulfilled because that you know it's very cool to be up there and see that. Yeah. All right. So these things that we are uh, asking you to uh, to name are like uh, common things, the things that are there that or or that have that are work related uh, that you've always wanted right, to do. Right. And uh, let's see if we can get some uh, contributions. Two one five two six three WMMR. We'll go to uh, Jackie. Hey, Jackie. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Jackie. All right. It's Jackie from Spring Mountain, by the way. Oh, oh, hey. Spring Mountain. Wonderful Jackie from Spring Mountain. Hey, so She's a mountain girl. The I've always wanted to do that amusement park. What ride should we add? Ride in a dumbwaiter. <gasps> so they actually at work dared my friend Jenny to do it. And so she did. She got in it, sat with her legs crossed. And there were two different places because um, we worked in radiology and they used it to... Um, move x-ray films from one floor to the other to the film library. Okay. So ride in a dumbwaiter. I, I think would love to do that. that would be pretty it's a classic. Uh, in in many cool. movies, the yeah. dumbwaiter has been a way to uh, to elude people, but it's just it just it's like having a, an amusement park ride in your house. Now, how do the how do the manual ones work? Because there's a rope. Yeah. Right? So it's a pulley system. But would you have to be inside it? No, no, you can do it from outside. That's the way I've always seen it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it would be, it would be, um, and then there are ones obviously that are mechanical. Thanks, do they Jackie. even? Is that besides, like what Jackie said, businesses? Is there any residential use for a dumbwaiter these days? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, actually, a dumbwaiter was really quite literally for moving food, right? There, there is a, uh, there's an old building in, uh, uh, it's, it's actually in the town of Letterock, which is right next to where I live in Harleysville, Skipback area, and they have a manual, ele- it's not used anymore, but it's a manual elevator. Like, it's a full size. That's cool. And and you would, you pull, crank it's it, yeah. got a counterweight, but you pull the rope uh, to get up to the top. Yeah, it's pretty wild. All right, so if we're going to talk about elevators, I've always wanted to ride in one of those large Cargo elevators in a warehouse, the one with the, the entire, you've seen them. The, the, where, oh, yeah. where would you, like, um, in, in uh, Batman v Superman, there, there's one in that warehouse. And, the, you know, where they bring up tons of, of, of uh, boxes okay. and stuff. You know, I'm, t- I'm talking about that enormous elevator. I've got one for you, for the I've always wanted to do that amusement park. And Steve and I got to do this. Uh, we were in Hawaii for the Pearl Harbor oh, yeah. uh, movie premiere. And we were on the John C. Stennis aircraft carrier. And they have... 
gigantic elevators on the outside where they move the aircraft oh, from the yeah, belly yeah. From that was the belly of the ship right. to the flight deck and we got to go up and down on that thing it was <laughs> awesome it was one of the most amazing things because Nick they lowered us down and when they lower us down this is one of the most extravagant promotional tours of any movie <laughs> because they were sinking all the money this is a big Pearl Harbor thing and they thought it was going to be the next Titanic so we lowered down and in the hangar, I guess, below is an entire recreation of a 1940s USO show <laughs> with, um, you know, bands and all this. It was just crazy. But as it before they were lowering it, they're like, all right, everybody into the middle. Like, do not stand on the outside edges of this thing. <laughs> right, right, right. It goes down. It was so cool. So at this amusement park, are yes. we allowed to do anything that we want? Anything. All right, because you mentioned as an aircraft carrier. As long as nobody gets hurt. Well, yeah, yeah all right. Yeah. Uh, aircraft carrier, I would. Uh, is there a button that you can hit where the, you can launch a missile? <laughs> Wow. So you'd like to blow up something. No, no, no. I just want to I want to be the guy that says fire and then you hit that button and then uh, either something launches out of the uh, the cannon or you shoot oh, like fire hey. like well on no, no, a submarine firing a torpedo. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh. oh yeah. Firing a tor- and see if it could hit something. Yeah. Yeah. Is that cool? Well, uh, yeah, I like that. Let, let's be Jurassic Park. Spare no expense. All right, yeah. Right, so. Blow up a dinosaur. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah. We're good to go like that. Uh, let me see. I have. Uh, we have some more practical ones. Okay. Uh, that are like blowing up a dinosaur. <laughs> so I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go to Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at work. No, we're all right with it. All right. So, what would you put in? I've always wanted to do that. The amusement park. I'd like to add a water park section if that's okay. <laughs> sure. Certainly. Yes. <laughs> I'm thinking the, uh, you know, the emergency showers they have in, like, science classrooms? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. right. I'm with you. I've always wanted to pull those, but you know you can't. Right. That's, that's what I would add so, to you. I love it. Is that is that water? You're talking about a fire suppression system, correct? Is that what she's talking about? Well, or am I misunderstanding? They, they, they have things for for flushing out your eyes, right? Uh, and and then they they have like a little side shower that you can actually, I think, go get inside of. Sarah. Is that what you're talking about, Sarah? Yeah, you like pull the handle down. You stand under it and pull yeah. the handle. Oh, down. The okay. Because yeah. I was I was I was thinking she might have been talking about what you talked about. Did you set off accidentally one time, Preston? The Powder fire suppression at a uh, at a, a restaurant. restaurant, yeah, and then blamed it on someone else. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> you had to. poor guy. Thank you, Sarah. Although it wasn't his, but he didn't blame full on like he did it on purpose. Was he a dumb waiter? <laughs> yeah, actually, he was the first. All right, here somebody texted in and said, "For uh, the I've always wanted to do that amusement park." They just texted two words: ejector seat. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now, ejector. What people don't realize, and they talk about it. Uh, you know, in, in documentaries, is that people get injured? Oh yeah, and can get injured severely. You talked about so how your, your spine compresses. Yeah, and so it's it's a very violent thing. Yes, uh, we we do a less violent version of that at the. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that amusement park. <laughs> uh, David, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, Gadzooks, Gadzooks, buddy. What's up? I'm thinking for your theme park to have a small city set up and. Be the driver on the back of one of those long ladder fire trucks. I think yes. there's an episode oh. of Seinfeld. Yes, where... do, yeah. yeah, Kramer's on the back. Yeah, do yeah. they do <laughs> they call that a snorkel? Yeah. Okay, that's, that's what I, or a snoodle. I, I think it's I think it's called a snorkel, but but it's so big and it's almost it's like a fifth wheel. Yeah. Where, where the and the rear tires have to be steered by someone yep. in the back. That would be pretty cool. So yeah. hey, David, what do you think? You think you you think you'd take to it easily? 
Oh, no, it'd be terrible. You yeah. have to have a small city set up and all <laughs> the instructions really tight. And you'd really, so, yeah, test your driving skills. It is amazing, though, that you do have to, the, the skill that's involved to maneuver that thing, especially around a city. Yeah. Yeah, but you got to do I it. I love it. We'll put it in the park, like David. That. Thank you. By the way, do you, Steve, do you remember video game that was at? Yes, I like, do. It yeah. was a two-part yes. yeah. uh, cabinet. What was the name of it? Cab- I don't know. Yeah. A cabinet game where somebody sat in a yep. seat in the front, and right. then somebody stood behind them in the back, and they both had steering wheels. Yeah, I do remember. And it. you had to get around the city. Uh, that was interesting. All right, here's, I like this one a lot. Here's a text that said, I've always wanted to pull the ropes that ring the massive bells that you see in bell towers like the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah. That's pretty good. And so what what you can do with those things is you reach up high and pull down. The bell has to swing the other way. Yeah, it lifts you up. And it will lift you up, you know, like several feet. That's what Quasimodo used to do. That's how he got some thrills. Yeah. He would jump on and ride those things, too. Oh, what, dude? Steve, you go to the gym, uh, and so you know you do, like, the lap pull-down yeah, machine? Yeah, And people listen. Well... Whenever I do the last pull down, yeah. when I'm done, I I go flying up yeah, with the weight to let it lift you back up. Yeah. You do a Quasimodo. Yeah, that's kind of how Quasimodo works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me go next to Steve. Uh, who wants to comment on the riding on the back of a of a trash truck? Hi, Steve. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, bud? I made it. Yes, you did. <laughs> uh, so I work here at Public Works. Um, we have a uh, it's a it's a brush truck. It's basically a trash truck. It's um, it's not quite what you think it is. Um, you're basically hanging on for dear life. Every little pothole, uh, you're about to fall off. Um, it's actually hell. Uh, really? I, I'm sure that if you do it all the time, that the thrill is gone. Uh, yeah. But I mean, for us pedestrians, of, jumping on one uh, time might be kind of fun. <laughs> It, it, it might be if the temperature's right. Um, if it's a warm day, you get one reprieve, which is uh, the, the, you feel like a dog, uh, wind in his hair. <laughs> you feel like a right. dog. Right. I know a what you're saying. garbage dog. Yeah. Uh, and my, uh, uh, on the positive side, um, you know, the, uh, uh, in an airport, the escalator, walking escalator. Right. The moving sidewalk, yeah. I, yes, I love running on those. <laughs> okay, yeah, we can set that up. You feel like Steve Austin? Yeah, yeah, I'm in. Absolutely. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Yeah. Done. Have you, in fact, I think I've done that. We'll I think put, I've, we'll put it in, Steve. Thank have you ever trotted along the People Mover? Uh, oh, most definitely. Yeah. Well, you did it, it feels... at Universal because you have these a holes who don't understand. You're supposed to, if you want to stand and take it for a ride, stay on the right. Okay, so that way, when people want to walk on these things, they can walk on the left. Yes. Right? And Steve, Casey and I, this is two times that we, we were on, and we got up there, and everybody's stopping, and we both are just like, we're not having it. No. Nope. And we just started plowing through. <laughs> and I, I literally, as I'm walking, I'm like, excuse me, pardon me, coming through, on your left, on your yeah. left, excuse me, pardon me. Medical oh. emergency. And I just, I don't care. No. Yeah. You're, 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 you get, shouldn't. Yeah, you but, shouldn't. Uh, because I was uh, trailing you, and you were blazing the trail for me, and I didn't have to, like, move anybody, it was funny to see people that were giving you dirty looks, because I didn't care, because it was like, dude, uh, don't give either. dirty looks. Like, yeah. get out of the freaking way. Uh-huh. Man. Uh, man. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's see. What uh, attractions are we adding to the, I've always wanted to do that amusement park. Uh, we'll go to Scott. Hey, Scott, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. What's up, bud? Uh, what I like to do is actually get in a uh, pursuit through the sh- uh, hills of San Francisco in the street. <laughs> so the yeah, like like in the movie Bullet yeah, or Starsky yeah, and Hutch? Yeah, so uh, the, the little-known secret 
of those chases is that after the first jump, the car is unusable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. But we'll fix that. We'll yeah. fix it. We'll fix that. But I see what you're saying. Yes. Uh, right. I love it, Scott. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, it's actually not a snorkel. It's a tiller ladder. What is it called? Is, it's called a tiller ladder. Tiller, tiller ladder. ladder. Right, yeah, what's what's a, a snorkel? Snorkel is actually a solid uh, truck all the way down. It has. It's still got the uh, boom on it with a bucket on the end, but it's one thing. It doesn't have. It's not like a hitched. All right. uh, like a tractor trailer. Very good. Thank you for the correction. Truck. I appreciate Snorkel's it. Snorkel's also not the device problem. they have on on uh, on jeeps and other vehicles mm-hmm. that allow you to drive through deep water. water. Yep. Yeah. yep. Exactly. Um, all right, so, uh, Nick, what was that? There was a good text oh, yeah. uh, that was up here. Uh, yeah, here you go. This says, uh, somebody texted and said, I'm surprised nobody has said coal car through the coal mines. Yes, like uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yep. Yeah, no, Not at that speed, but or yes. Escape from Gringotts, like we wrote. Oh, that was so awesome. Yeah, um, yeah that's terrific. You know, really, honestly, a, a, a Zeppelin to ride in an old-style Zeppelin like the Hindenburg without it being the Hindenburg. Okay. <laughs> but, you know... I I've mean, been in a lighter than airship. So you've been in a blimp. There was, yeah, it was a. Uh, believe it or not, it was for. Do you remember? I think it was Pizza Hut. Yes, had a pizza called the Bigfoot. Yes, and so they had a blimp mm-hmm. that had that fly up on the side of it. So I went up to um, Northeast Airport. Okay, and met him up there and uh, got to ride. Actually, I've been in two blimps. That was the second time. Was I, it cool? I, I flew in one in uh, in Missouri as well. Yeah, it's really. Cool. Did so, we send pituation? We, in we the did. Okay. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but the an old style. The, you know, the zeppelins used to be. You know, they would. It was like traveling in luxury. You would have. Yeah. You oh. know, like in, in Indiana Jones three. Everything goes back to Indiana Jones. No ticket. Yeah. No wait. That was. Was that a blimp or was that a train? Was it was a, no, it was a blimp. Okay. It was a it plane. Out the window. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me go to uh, Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Good morning. Good morning, you guys rock. Patrick. What's up? (laughs) Yo, so uh, tower cranes, they're 152 feet in the air, maybe the ones that load the ships or the construction site. Wouldn't that be awesome to be up there and just (laughs) 200 feet off the ground moving crap around? We have wanted to do, we actually were trying to do, um, you know, we've been trying to do full-blown crane games for years. Yeah. It turns out that you're, I guess you have to be certified because you can yeah. kill people. But, um, yeah. yeah, I agree. It looks like a blast. Yeah. Yeah, kids, especially the ones down at the port. You know, you got to pick them up, lock them, lift them. You're flying along. You got to... I don't know, 60,000, 70,000-pound container. You got to set it down in the back of a tractor trailer and then unhook and then do it all over again for, what, 900 containers? You know what? You know what I got to do, Frank? Uh, I mean, Patrick, which is the um, the, the super-large... That forklift truck, Preston, that we that we had at the camp out at the Adams Mark for the longest time, mm-hmm. with the telescoping uh, forklift on the front of the vehicle, and that was a blast. So, uh, yeah, anything I think, like I, that is. Awesome. I think that uh, that adding uh, uh, forklifts at the I've always wanted to do that uh, amusement yeah. park would be perfect. And uh, Patrick, when we open it, we will add a crane section. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. I, Casey I knows you. who I am. I'm Patrick from Amity. My wife and I are, are Casey's been very nice to us every time we come to your event. Oh, I know who you are, Patrick. All right, Patrick. Then, Bye, then you know what? We'll let you take first crack on the crane. Oh, okay. Just to test it out. All right, thanks, bud. So when you come to the amusement park, we'll have we'll have Crane World uh, there as well. <laughs> uh, let me see here. We got a lot of people checking in. All right, here you go. Yeah, let's go to... Uh, Let's go to Ryan M. Ryan M., good morning, sir. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. 
<laughs> what, wait, what did they say? I said, I was telling my mom I'm on the phone with Preston. Oh, <laughs> what's up, Brian? Hey, what's going on? Hey, yeah, I was going to say the uh, mine cart, like Indiana Jones, but I also, uh, I also wanted to do, I've always wanted to do one of those, like, uh, railroad tracks. Push car. The thing up and down. Yeah. They're hard. I, I did that once. At, it might have been in a lame-ass amusement park. And that was one of the rides, and they, they are really difficult to you push. You two them. people, right? Yeah, and you had to, Steve, they're, like, really heavy. You have to push them down, and you go, and, you know, I'm going, like, 12 yards or whatever. Dude, I want to do it, though. You know what? I, you know what's really cool? And maybe, I don't know, has anyone been on? They, they'll they take some of the rural tracks. Yeah, and they have it down the shore, the shore. Yeah. and it sucks and because you can there's nothing pedal? to look at. Yep. Yeah. Right? Yep. And did, yeah. you, did you do it? I Case, I know you said it sucks. Did you do it? No, my cousins did it. I, I talked to somebody who said it was great. Okay. And your cousin said it sucked. No, I don't know if they said it sucked. I just think if you're going to do that, you kind of want to do it in a scenic well, that's, area. There's, there's, there's one in, in, in Bucks County that has, you know, you're going specifically uh, through the, the changing leaves in autumn and all that stuff. All and right. I, yeah, and it looks very cool. The one at the shore is similar to that. Is at least it? the pictures look like it. Yeah. I want to do that. You can... You I can, can do, do that. You can... That, you That's can not actually, crazy. That you can I want to drive do. in an automobile. All right, here's... <laughs> In a motor car. In a motor car. In a, in a horse's carriage. Uh, here's a text that says uh, that we should add to the, I've always wanted to do that amusement park, Olympic ski jumping on one of those giant ramps. Oh, so no. have you seen No. Have you seen what they train on? Water. They, they, well, they use water, and they also use something that looks kind of like a, um, almost like a next turf. Yeah. Um, yep. and, well, that's what you ski down on and then right. into water, right? right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was standing on top of one. I went, I went to Calgary one time, and they, there's an Olympic Village there. They have the Olympic Eight. And uh, Steve, I think you've been to one as well. Yes. Uh-huh. You're, yeah. you're, you're up top, and you're looking down. You, you cannot believe it's so freaking high. Up. You, you then come to the realization that those aren't athletes; those are simply people attempting suicide. Uh, by the way, Lake Placid has yes. uh, stuff too. That's right. And in fact, you can do. I don't know if you can still do it, but the bobsled uh, track. Okay. Uh, they can send you down on, you know, like rollers, I guess, yeah, yeah. or something like that. Like they have a concrete version of it, right? And you don't need ice. They just have uh, yeah, have whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. When, they, when there's no ice and snow, or maybe they do. When, I don't know, Nick. I'd have to well, look that up and see. Montage has that. Oh yeah, they they have the the, the full course that way. And and I was like, uh, what a bobsled course? Well, they have one of those like slide. It, I it looks slide. like a bob. No, it looks like an actual bob sled sort of thing. I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm probably talking out my ass. Interesting. Uh, hang on. Ryan's been on hold for a long time. Another Ryan here, so let me go to him. Hey, Ryan, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Great. What's up? So, ever since I was a little kid, I'm going to add to your water park um, part. Okay, um, yes. I want to go down the water slide at the end of Goonies, <laughs> yeah. swim over to the pirate <laughs> ship, and then walk the plank. Walking a walking the plank in a safe uh, situation would, would be kind of cool. <laughs> Pirate ships in general, I'm I'm fascinated by. Why hasn't anyone done a really good, like Goonies based? And maybe it's too after the fact at this point. But like to your point, uh, uh, Ryan, is it, it? Why not have a. Uh, you know, the, a pirate ship with those rides and all those things attached to Goonies. Well, Steve, and we'll do all kinds of other torture things like keel haul. You yeah. Know, and, you yeah. know, yeah, it could be fun. This, this text just came in, Steve. That's right. Board a ship like a pirate or climb up the sails and then slide down like Jack's <gasps> With the knife. Right? With the yeah. knife. Oh. That's a good I you do that. I like that. Have you ever even, if you look at the crow's nest of a, of a, of a sail ship, it's got to be terrifying. No way. Yeah. No way. Uh, yeah. Because that's going to be swaying yeah. all over the place. No effing way. It's way the hell up there. All right. Uh, Joe has one. Let me go to him. Hey, Joe, you're on the air. Good morning. Yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo. 
right, Joe, what attraction would you like us to add to the I've Always Wanted to Do That amusement park? Hey, you guys rock. I would call it the Philly special. It'd be greased light poles. Ah, Greek, to, to climb a greased yeah. light pole or to take a crack at it, right? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it looks wild. He, he brings up something. It would be so hard to do oh, that, yeah. man. Have right, you, thank you, Joe. <laughs> have you ever yeah. seen and and where the, where the people build, it's actually like a human pyramid. I think it's in Spain that yeah. they do it. You know what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. And it, Nick, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but it looks like it's going up multiple stories. Yes. Out of humans. I think mm-hmm. it's like eight uh, people high. High. What is that? I don't you know. know. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's yeah. like, they literally call it like Human Pyramid Days yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It's a festival. Is that the San Fermin Festival? Am I- it might be. All right. Uh, the festival. Yeah, they do these things where I'm like, dude, you're gonna die. You know, like, and yeah. they, they get like Preston. the lightest people to go. To the... It's like when they they they, they uh, chase that wheel of cheese down the hill and yes, right. I mean, you, yeah. Preston, you would not believe how high up this goes, and it's constructed of people. All right, I'd have to. Nick is looking for that. Are they are they standing oh, or yeah. are they on kneeling They're on shoulders? Because I've done I've done the I've done the uh, human pyramid before, and you we you know you get down on your hands and knees. No, it's not that. They're standing up. It's almost like when you that's see those crazy. zombie movies where the oh. zombies are climbing on top of each other to yes. get over the wall. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what it looks like. Case. Yep. Yeah, it's in the, uh, Catalonia. So Steve, you're right in, in Spain, and okay. uh, it's a part of a festival that they do every year. You've got to be the guys on the bottom have to be like strongmen, like like you know seriously, <laughs> seriously powerful yeah. legs and shoulders. Jesus, yeah, wow. But maybe they're not after this thing is done. That's crazy. Uh, let me see here. I will go to uh, our buddy Roz on the line. Hey, hey, hey Ra. Good morning, Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Orlando. What's up, Ra? I was saying I would use I would do a people mover, but the opposite direction, like running races, the opposite direction on a people mover, <laughs> uh, skateboarding on the opposite direction on a people mover, and like football on a people mover. Where the <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Direction, and you have to dodge them. Okay, I like All right. that. I like that too. <laughs> Imagine if they played football with the uh, on a giant movable platform. Oh my God. Yeah. And it was always moving away from the the end zone that you're trying to get to. Right, oh, right. That would be crazy. That would be, that would be insane. <laughs> you know, what would be kind of cool. Thanks, Ra. You know those old those old ball games where there was, was a piece of like acetate under the player, and everything with the the field would vibrate. Do you remember these? Yeah. Okay, and and theoretically, you could make that work for full grown people. A giant vibrating. <laughs> what I would love is people. Oh would, Here's God. how I'm going to play this. Teeth would rattle out. All the pieces went in holes. <laughs> Yeah. No rhyme or reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. That game was a waste. Absolutely. But there are some people who love it yeah. for whatever reason. Uh, let me see. And by the way, on those people movers, uh, besides feeling like Steve Austin, like you said, Steve, going in that direction, when you when you turn around and you're going absolutely nowhere, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of a fun sensation as well. Uh, we were talking about those shoes, Preston, that sort of... Um that speed you up. You remember remember those that are that are. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are weird looking. It's They're almost very, like people mover shoes. It, people mover shoes, basically. Yeah. Uh huh. We could get those at uh, the. Always, and then get out of people mover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see here. Let me go to Joe. And by the way, we got started on this because uh, Kathy had a story in the news about a guy who opened up the emergency slide on a plane, which you really jumped down it, yeah. and that would be absolutely at the amusement park. Hi, Joe. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. What's up, bud? So, when you're driving down the street and a person opens their car door into traffic, okay, you stop or you swerve around it. Yep. I just 
I want to take that door off. You just love to be able to, to clip off a door on a okay. car. Oh, man. Do you remember when we had that uh, appearance at the uh, mini dealership in Narber? Yeah. This yeah. wonderful <laughs> guy who wanted to come and meet us at the thing. Show. He parks across the street, gets starts to get out. It's very tight there. And somebody <laughs> clips it right off. Oh, uh, my God. Let me go What'd to... You do? <laughs> <laughs> let me go over next to Dave. Hi, Dave. You're on the air. Good morning, buddy. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, what do we put in the amusement park? Well, first of all, it's funny you mentioned the Lake Placid thing. We were just up there for spring break. Ah. And the and the bobsleds, they yeah. were, because of the weather, and it's been so warm, it closed out. Oh, they didn't okay. open at all. So we, we so, tried doing that. So they, they do indeed, they, they, they don't run something that's on rollers. They they run it down ice when you... Yeah, they run okay. it down ice. But, yeah. they, have, but they, have, cool. they do, you're right, Preston, they do have ones with rollers that go down a track. I know for a fact because there was that footage that was circulating. They had built one that one turn was a little too austere and it launched a guy off right. the cliffside. Well, I did one in, in Austria and okay. it's called the Alpine downhill or something like right, that. Right. And so it's on a, it's, you're on this thing that, that rolls, which is really, really cool. I want to do that. You do have a, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Dave, what, what do you think we should have? I think at the very end, and I think Casey, you've talked about this before too. You got to have a big giant, massive container where you swim around in money like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he swims in gold coins, which is uh, well, impossible. Daffy Duck does that as well. You remember when he he's, he, he gets inside the uh, open sesame and he's... Uh, Baba's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, uh, treasure room. But yeah, we could do that with paper money for sure. Uh, I like, I like that, Dave. Thank you, you. Let you take a spin in the real money. You yeah. know? How about like uh, melted gold? It's molten, yeah. melted. Yeah, you can dive into yeah. melted molten gold. All right, uh, Kim has a cool concept. Hi, Kim. Good morning. Huh. All right, Kim. What do you think? I always thought it would be a fun idea um, to set up, like, instead of a playhouse, to do a Kevin McAllister danger house. Home um, alone? Maybe do it like teams where you're the bad guys or you're Kevin and you uh-huh. can go through the house that who, way. Who wants to be the bad guys? Yeah. Getting hit in the face with cans of paint and yeah. stepping and, on nails yeah. oh, and God. touching onto burning hot doorknobs. Dude, when he steps onto that nail, oh, oh, I, well, I can't. There's, there's, you know, the, the guys, the special effects guys uh-huh. I follow on YouTube, the Corridor Crew, they, re- they did all those sequences but added real world mm-hmm. effects of these things. So the nail splits his oh, foot. My God. Oh my yeah, god! Uh, yeah, the shot yeah, instead of the little BB gun or whatever it is, it's a shotgun. Uh, uh, Kim, door. that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would. I could. You know what? Though Thank she you. brings up a good point. I always love the notion of um, riding down the stairs, and I've done that before. I've, I've ridden down the stairs on a piece of cardboard. But have you seen they sell them? There are they are a slides for staircases. Mm. Did your kids ever want that present? No. So you can you can lay them down, and mm. they they sit on the staircase. And so you can turn your stairs into a slide inside. I'd love to put that on the stairs that go directly into a wall. Wouldn't yeah. that be fun? Because yeah. our back stairs do that. Uh, who do you call it? Like Step Brothers. Yeah. Scott Lang does something like that in uh, Ant-Man 2. Yeah. yeah. And he uses cardboard, mm-hmm. I believe, yeah. Uh, let me go next to... I like this idea. Uh, hi, Chris. Good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Thanks, bud. All right, Chris. So in the I've Always Wanted to Do That amusement park, what would you put in? Uh, so what I would put in, uh, you know, basically uh, you're, you're driving and someone cuts you off 
and uh, you, you just slam your car right into them. <laughs> so you are allowed. But, yeah. You know, like, F you, boom. All right, so and you then, get to live out this fantasy of, of wanting to actually crash into someone, yeah, which obviously you wouldn't do that in real life. <laughs> no. Who yeah, cut you off. So they, that's why it's at the amusement park. Right. Yeah. We're, we're, exactly. Yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. I think that, that that's, a, that's a cool thing. And you kind of get to do that if, like, your bumper car is, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so a little, little bit. Similar, yeah, but you don't do it angrily. Right, right. Yeah, no, exactly. you get angry. <laughs> add, add real world scenario into mm-hmm. it. Uh, I like that. Chris. I'll tell you Thanks. what I want to do. Right in a, uh, in a hovercraft. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Like we a can... real. Remember that one that was, I don't know if it still does it, would go would cross the English Channel. Um, the, uh, you know, the, the, that big superhero. The really big ones. Right. It was a ferry as well. Right. Yeah. So I, I have a question because uh, that um, uh, made me think of that guy who was uh, who was essentially carjacked by the dude and he had to go to the ATMs. It was like Lower oh, Maryland. Yeah, Just recently. Yeah. 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 And so the dude ended up jumping out of the car. Yeah. Uh, what I was thinking, what I would love to do is, I assume I'm the one driving, um, that I would then... At the very last second, I would smash into a pole or a wall or something like that. But at the very last second, undo their seatbelt so I would be safe, and then they would go flying through the windshield. Right. But I don't. I need to know how fast I could go, where it would be very bad for them, but I would be fine. I don't. I don't this seems very difficult to me. Yeah. Call me crazy. Mm. Well, to, I mean, to, to I hit this, the button. This you're my driving fantasy or what? Yeah. No, it's, it's, you're absolutely allowed to do it. I just think it's it's uh, yeah. I don't know how you pull that off. Uh, let me go next to Brian, who's been on hold for a while. Hi, Brian. Good morning. Good morning. All right, buddy. So the I've always wanted to do that amusement park. What uh, would you put in? Well, it, I, see, I'm a coal miner, uh, and I've worked in sub or subterranean uh, coal mining and surface coal mining. And wow. Surface coal mining. Uh, I, they, we have these big conveyors that feed these cogen plants about a mile, mile and a half long. I would love to ride one of those. Dude, I've, seen, I've seen those. I, you're exactly right. They look really cool. I was watching How Green Was My Valley yesterday about coal miners. It didn't seem that much fun. But, but the um, yes, those long conveyor belts, they go on and on and on. Have you ever been tempted to, to try it? Um, have you ever sat on one? Or, cause it, I, I've, I've done the short ones. And, uh, well, MSHAW, which is a Mine Safety Hazard Association, uh, they, they <laughs> kind of frown upon that. Yeah, I have no doubt they do. Brian, there are ones, because I've seen like some gravel pits and stuff like that around that, that go like really high up in the air at the at the end. Uh, yeah. And then you could ride off that and then slide down the big pile of gravel. That could be fun. Well, yeah, I would think so. I mean, especially because coal's a lot softer landing than rock. But, uh, <laughs> yes. So, um, hey, how- I, will, I will say this to add to your uh, the, the coal mining cars underneath the ground. Yes. It all depends on how high that gangway is when you're going down that tunnel because with sometimes you're within mere inches, fractions of an inch at sometimes. Yeah. Of smashing your face off the stop at the top of the gangway. All right. So, we would make sure we, we'll hire you as a safety consultant at the. I was always wanted to do that amusement park, and we'll make sure that doesn't happen. Okay. Okay. And you'll run the conveyor belt. Thanks, Brian. All right, bye. Appreciate it, man. Have you, you know what I'd like to do, President? It's not even go to one of those um, super enormous um, coal mines, those underground mines. In the movie, is it 43? What is it? Uh, yeah, where they're, all the guys right. are underground. Trapped underground. And that enormous, um, you know, the, those, those cavernous. I love caves. I love stuff like that. And I'd love to... Take the run down into one of those just to see it. So we 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 went down when we were in uh, uh, Narvik, uh, Norway. Uh, we went down into this mine. Right. Uh, it's this um, uh, this uh, um, oh man uh, magnetic uh, stuff that they that the ore that they that they mine there. And Steve, we took full size 
buses down into this. We went like a mile down underground. And it was insane. And there's all these roadways and stuff underneath there. And they take you down and then they turn off all the lights. And somehow it's absolute pitch black darkness. I also went down in uh, Cripple Cripple Creek, uh, Colorado into a gold mine there. You go a mile in an elevator straight down. It's insane. Well, you know, you mentioned something else. Uh, well, with the conveyor belts and stuff like that, the the type of moving um, ladders where it's it's like just little little nubs, basically mm. that you stand on, you hold a handle, and it's it's a conveyor belt basically yeah. going up in a full loop, and you can jump on and go from floor to floor. Have you have you ever? Oh, uh, a man lift. A man lift. Uh, I did that one time. There was a, I, I lived in an apartment that had a parking garage across the street, and to get your car, they had valets. Uh, they would they would jump on the main lift yeah, to go yeah. up and get it. And one time the guy's like, I got all this going. He's like, do you just want to go up and get it yourself? I said, hell <laughs> yeah! yes, I do. <laughs> but it's you have to be careful because one little slip mm. and it's a mechanized piece and it will kill you and the if you're not careful. is pretty small. Yeah. Yeah, and you got to step right up. But, Steve, it was so much fun. <laughs> I want to do that. We'll put one of those, too. And I just realized I know the perfect place to build uh, the I've always wanted to do that amusement park. Where? To do it. Now that we have it in at Universal, perhaps that'll yeah. be their fifth park. Uh, thank you for your suggestions. We appreciate that. <laughs> and it all got started because this guy did what we've always wanted to do uh, open up the emergency slide yeah. on a plane and jump out and go. Obviously, he's going to get arrested and get in a lot of trouble. As well, he should. Yeah. But he had fun. But he had fun. All right, we're going to take a break. So stay put. We'll be back in a moment. Your smart speaker can settle arguments, tell you the weather, and even order stuff. But did you know it can also stream WMMR, ask it to open MMR, and it'll begrudgingly comply. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. You've been making better decisions for your busy family for years. And now, little by little, you're making decisions for yourself, like snacking a little better going a little further, sleeping a little deeper. Acme's here to make that journey easier and even more rewarding with their new Sincerely Health platform featuring nutrition plans, prescription reminders, and more. Sign up in the Acme mobile app to earn up to $25 in grocery rewards. Visit acmemarkets.com health for more details. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I saw this article this morning, um, and it was in the Daily Mail. Um, and who was it? Trace Cox is her name, yes. believe it or not. Yeah, she's like a, a relationship advice columnist. Out of England, correct. Out of England, correct. And um, I saw this article, so it's, you know, obviously online dating, uh, using apps and all that stuff is very easy. 
uh, to, you know, peruse. But then again, you might be hesitant on that type of thing. You want to do it old school. She had come up with some ideas on how and where to meet men if you're, you know, like in your 30s or something like that. That age range is kind of where she targeted. But out in the real world. Yes. Like some good places and what to do. And I was like, okay, I'll take a look at this. And there's some good practical advice here. Uh, but it goes on to later on describe, and, and I'll get to it at the end, of uh, how to tell when a man is interested in you. Secret, mm-hmm. si- secret signs that he's ready for sex, which I found very, very fun. But uh, I wanted to go through some of these other things. Locations yeah. where where you can meet men. Yeah. So this, yeah. we're trying to help out the uh, the ladies who are, 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 are yeah. guys. And, and, well, you messed up, son. You can't go to no bar to find a nice woman. You got to go to a nice place, a quiet place like a library. <laughs> if a good woman is there. Church. And um, at church, is good girls. Yep. Or this place here, where I'm going tonight, uh-huh. the Black Awareness Rally. <laughs> It's gonna be some fine women there. Good, good, clean girl. <laughs> That's what I'm going. <laughs> I love that scene so it's much. Great. It's I anything that takes place in Mighty Sharp uh-huh. in that shop is just gold. Uh, for those who have never seen Coming to America, that's what that's from. So anyhow, um, where to meet men, she says. All right, so not, and, and, and like he says at the beginning of that clip, you can't go to no bar. Well, well, you messed up, son. You can't go to no bar to find a nice woman. You got to go to a nice place. All right, so a library. instead of the bars, uh, here, here are the suggestions. So right. exercises, she says, but... Pilates, probably not going to turn up too many prospects. So you don't want to go to yoga, Pilates, things like that. If you're interested in meeting a guy, chances are you need to go somewhere else like a uh, a gym, boot camp style classes, and running clubs and things like so, that. So uh, her suggestion of a boot camp made sense to me. Like in a gym, a lot of times uh, I would think, and Kathy, obviously, and you and Marissa can, can speak to this more, but I think... Uh, you're, you're kind you're of you're kind of you're working with other people, you what? know. Whereas at a gym, you're kind of you're on your equipment and you, yeah. you're on you your don't want to be bothered. Yeah, yeah you, you need know? some sort of class or, or like CrossFit, CrossFit. Always seems to be yeah. like that family feel, and you get to know people, you become friends with them. And yeah. if you're not, if you're just starting, um, you can have a heart attack in public. That's always a benefit. <laughs> okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Kathy, have you ever been hit on or approached in a gym? Because you know it's really like. You should never do that if you're a guy. It's right. just yeah, it's, yeah. it's rule number one, but it still happens. I don't know. If, I don't think he was hitting on me, but um, actually, he's a listener of the show, and he yeah. ended up telling me. And uh, we used to call him Superman because he used to wear a Superman shirt to the gym. Uh, he's probably <laughs> listening now. I don't think he was hitting on me, but he he once said to me, he's like, I'm practically doing flips over there. He's like, and you're not even looking over at me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he like, but he was like super, he was very fit. He um, like would do pull-ups and like flip up over the bar. Right, and, like, right. You know, we always like kind of smiled at him because he was like you know he drew attention to himself in the gym and right. I was I would do a uh, class with a group of girls and so we'd be like Superman's over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, she also recommends going to your local park. Go to the park. Says uh, post pandemic. Go to the park. Parks are the new new cool place to be, but don't just go for a walk. Sit on a bench. Resist the urge to drag out your phone and simply look around you. Make eye contact with anyone you like the look of and stay put. If they like you, they'll find a reason to walk past again within the next five or ten minutes. So I saw a woman in the park the other day. She had a shopping cart with a lot of uh, what appeared to be her belongings. In. Was, was, was she on the prowl? She might have been. Yeah. Yeah. She was sending out the vibes to yeah. me, bro. Uh, was I getting hit on? Yeah. Yeah. Did she tell you? Did she walk up and say, give me a dollar? Yeah, I want a dollar. Um, but uh, I don't know. Maybe she was interested. See, who knows? All right, uh, taking the dog for a walk. So if you have a if you have a pet or if you want to borrow one, it gives people the perfect excuse to approach you. And that 
That is actually guys use that. It's an icebreaker as well. Most now, definitely. What was the, uh, the the Janine Garofalo film that was oh, really yeah. Truth About Cats Truth and Dogs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, so I took my dog to, and you're not, I didn't realize this, but, uh, Kate May has, like, a little, uh, town center walk, huh. and I took Reggie there, and, I mean, it, people went crazy for him. The amount of tail you got was crazy, right? <laughs> well, I mean, but, it, I don't, you know, so you're talking about this, precedent. it's just, it's, I think it's weirder and harder for a guy to approach a woman oh in God, public. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Not, yes. Like, I, 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 but I, mean, I don't want to scare you. If you want to, I, these, I think, provide, to Preston's point, the point yeah. of the article, these provide you a more viable, uh, unless you're like yeah. a, the, what they used to classically refer to as a masher, if you're legitimately would like to speak to a woman and start a line of conversation. Well, here's the thing. These are just the places to go to. Now, your right. technique that right. you use. Yes. Like, you can't just whip it out. When you get there. Uh, is a different story. Hey, okay. nibble my shack. Right. I love this dog. No, walk. it's bag. Right. Nibble my bag. Nibble my, my bag. I like sack works, too. It's actually It's better. even better. Actually, yeah. that was, no, that was uh, Gerald Ford's line. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nibble uh, my bag. Uh, places, you may want to go, ladies, to places where men outnumber women. This is if you're indeed interested in a man, that is. So. That's to me center. Uh, yeah, chances yeah. are going to be more men than women there. So uh, she says a local pub rather than the glitzy bar that attracts girls looking hopefully out for, uh, from behind a cocktail. A gym that has heavy, a heavy weights section rather than one that targets the yoga crowd, which kind of goes back to that first thing we said. So you don't want to go to an, a real meathead gym if you go to, I think, like a CrossFit or a yeah. like a lot of women are into... Now getting into sort of the more powerlifting uh, uh, line yeah. for a good exercise, so that might be a good option. But but a, a pub rather than a like a meat market bar. Right. So uh, I saw this um, uh, Instagram video not that long ago, and it was advertising Cavanaugh's, and I love Cavanaugh's. It's a great yeah. place, but it was it was for their nightlife, and it was. Um, Showing off what a cool club it is at night, and they the, the clearly not uh, aimed towards me and in, in their demographic. But right. it was you know people in their twenties, uh, all good looking, all having a really great time. And uh, it's just like it, it boggles my mind that anybody ever goes to places like that to meet, and they do. I just don't know how anyone ever is able to actually have a conversation, or if that doesn't matter whatsoever. Oh. I, you know, there is, a, and I know completely what you're saying. I mean, I'm you want places, you know. Even then, though, when you want to communicate, and it's so loud or so I've never gotten this. Uh, yeah, and that, that I, I used to do that. I used, I mean, it was hard, but I, yeah. I used to totally be in the so, clubs all the time. Did you lean in like and do the yelling yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, totally. You'd have to I yell. Like you. Yeah, what? you'd have you'd have to yell. <laughs> you know, we were doing shots, and you know, yeah. I mean, it was, it was yeah. a different atmosphere. You know, I mean, what are you reading these days? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what we talked about. <laughs> Is you you do that that lean in thing provides you a little bit of you know yeah you're getting in right. intimate you're getting in close uh, and I then, would and misunderstand then, everything you yes, yes. anything is there yeah. now we yeah. would if we yeah. were younger yeah. back in the day yeah. Yeah. what I'm, I have to leave Matlock is coming on. <laughs> Okay. No, it doesn't stink. It's called Blue Emu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great for joint pain, but you can't smell it. <laughs> so William 
Dr. Bain advises we invest in gold. <laughs> I get my prescription pills from Canada. Okay. <laughs> right? Can I give you some other advice? Other places? I use the jitterbug phone because the display is much bigger. Wait, what? The jitterbug when the grandkids call. Oh, the jitterbug phone! <laughs> the grandpad? Do you use the grandpad? <laughs> All right, so some other places yeah. that uh, ladies can go to to meet men. If, if you're looking to actually meet in person and not be at a bar where you're screaming like that, uh, she recommends a rally. So you're not going to be waiting long to join one. This weekend, Extinction Rebellion marched through central London. Plenty of climate-aware, smiley, hippie types out in force if you were looking. So there's always some type of a mm-hmm. gathering of types. You can find those. All right, Steve, this one, she actually recommends... A hardware store. A hardware store. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. I've met a lot of great guys at hardware stores. <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, you know, I always have questions. I've and I'm been like, with yes. Casey. I've told you before. <laughs> I have been with Casey in a hardware store where he just goes up to random people. Yeah. They're not random. Explain. They're random to you, but I, they're... They're people you've never met random. before that don't That's work there. They're random I have people. I these people up. I have judged them by the way they look. They right. are not random. I'm like, this guy looks like he can help me out, right? And, and you haven't and met walk yet. up yes. and say yeah. something like, hey, you look like you know how to make, you know, how to build a fence. Yeah. How to uh, put in a ceiling fan. Yeah. Stuff like that. And then he'll ask questions about it. <laughs> and... And, well, and let's strike see. up a conversation. And that is a great way. And, and I know you've hooked up with a lot of guys. A lot of guys that way. I had a guy yeah. come over last summer. Yeah. Uh, I mean. That was great, man. Hey. I love what you did with your tongue. But I'm married. I know you're married. We can't, we can't do this. Don't catch any feelings. Uh, don't get attached. Uh, she, she said they attract lots of men, and you got plenty of excuses to strike up a conversation. Can you help me choose which picture or glue or paint I yeah, need? Yeah, I can do that for you. Uh, yes, we all know women are just as good at do-it-yourself, but a bit of pretending won't make you a traitor to feminism. I had three <laughs> No, I'm just looking for a ceiling fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could see, so it, it isn't... <sighs> Yeah, that, that that could work. You'd have to hang around all yeah. day. You're like a, I'd, I've seen a Home Depot hooker. I've seen people in hardware stores, and I'm one of those yeah. people in hardware stores. You don't want to come up to me, and you know. So anyway, but you, if you hang out, if you loiter at the hardware store, maybe you got a shot. Um, she also says a coffee shop is a good spot. If yeah, you, if you spot someone you like the look of, note the time they arrive for their morning coffee. Uh, we are creatures of routine. Turn up the next day and the next at the same time, so, and make eye contact and smile. And the next thing you know, you're chatting comfortably in the in the in a, in a cafe, a classic cafe where they have like Wi-Fi, or you yeah. might have that sort of situation where people are. You'll see people sitting at their 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 tables, yeah, working on things or whatever. Did you guys ever uh, continue to show up somewhere because you knew somebody was going to be there or you had hoped that the, somebody sure would be there? I'm sure that I have. An employee? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There was a girl. <laughs> He's here. <laughs> no, nah, there was a girl that worked uh, when I was a radio career, and, and she worked at this grocery store, and I would go there. She worked at a counter that, that served, like, hot food and stuff like that. So I had a reason to go there because I was hungry. But I would go there specifically to see Did you her. walk past her with a whole bunch of meats and stuff under your shirt? 
And uh, I told her it was a fraternity, uh, a fraternity prank that I was doing. <laughs> Nothing for me today, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Baskin Robbins, man. That's where, where the cute girls in high school worked. And uh, so, I mean, a different kind of vibe case, but we would go there all the time. And I had a really cute golden retriever, and so I would take the dog over. None of it ever worked, but I tried. Right. I gave it a shot. You know what? You got to feel bad for the girl that works there that's not interested because she is chained to that oh, yeah. location. <laughs> yeah. And has no choice but to. More free samples? Oh, uh, yeah. Man, exactly. I went to Cali every single Saturday night. No, no, not Saturday night. Wednesday night. And you would think because it was a, a cover charge of five bucks and then yeah. Cali? And drink Cali. It's not, well, I think RP McMurphy's is now closed. It was across the street from them in Dade uh, Mall. But, like, I would go there because specifically there was this girl, short blonde hair, who just did not want to give me the time of the day. Mm. But... You tried. I tried. tried. Yeah. yeah. Just by being there. Just right. by being there. Mm-hmm. I think I, like, offered to buy her a drink, a 25-cent yeah. drink a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, two bits. No yeah. problem. a dollar. I'm going to buy you four drinks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, another uh, opportunity, uh, ladies, for you to meet men through volunteering. Uh, she says, this is uh, according to uh, the author, Tracy Cox is her name. Uh, God knows there's plenty of organizations that would welcome your help, and he's likely to be nice as well. Offered to be the person who registers everyone, welcomes them to the event, and you'll meet all potentials. Uh, live music events. And then she goes on to say, you know, like waiting in line somewhere, so on and so on. So anyhow, here you go. Ladies, how do you let him know you're interested? All right. Uh, and she gives some advice. How do ladies... Yes. Telegraph yes. that they're interested in. And Marissa and Kathy, pay attention. We want these rated. She said, women are great on picking up subtle body language clues. Men, not so much. So keep it simple and overt. Okay. So make it clear. Uh, these are five body language clues that men recognize most. So you do the, like the, uh, you spread your legs and do the hatchet chop. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> woo! So she says, do not use, just don't just use one, use them all. So here's one of them. Stand close and face him. Mm -hmm. That way he can't help but see you. Make lots of eye contact. It's the most obvious flirting signal of all. Should you rapid fire blink? Mm -hmm. Uh, No, I don't think so. Uh, Make sure that your body language is open. Uncross your arms, relax your shoulders, and turn your torso to face him. These are all sort of seductive, if not seductive, inviting. Yes. There's one on here that I really... Really, that's like okay. Okay, I don't think they're definitely give, interested. Giving you guys enough credit, though. Don't if somebody's making eye contact with you or comes over to talk. I mean, I can tell you? in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how I got free French fries from this uh, girl at Burger King in college. <laughs> Maybe, but then again, I might be going. Then again, I might be wrong. Maybe she's just being nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she says, uh, smile directly at him. The second most obvious signal that you want uh, to chat him up. And then this is the one that, that would do it for me. Look down at the floor. Yeah. And then up to meet his eyes again. Mm. You're on the radio, aren't you? That's <laughs> I recognize that boy. Wait. What? Do Kathy, you, you want to do it? Williams is running for mayor. Yeah, I want to know why. Do it. Because this. This this is what I'm envisioning. All right, I'm going to do it. Oh, God, I'm going to be creeped out. Here we go. No, that's That's it. Let me take my glasses off. Let me do it again. Hang on. I want the camera to get this. Should I do it at the camera? You look up. Yeah, so so, so Nick Murphy can cover it. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Kathy's got a boner. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, that's 
What do you? What, what, what's your go-to subtle, inviting look? There's a great. There's a great scene in the Batman where. Um, uh, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman is walking along. She's and, real seductive. And, and so, uh, you know, the, the bat, Batman says, "Look, look back at him." She goes, "If I look back at him, he's gonna, he's gonna think you know, their connection's gonna take place." All right, and she does it. She, <laughs> she turns back, and he's like, he gets up and walks over. Here we go. Yeah, because yeah. she knows she's got that. The, the look back yeah. is definitely that's a that's big a time. big look. Yes, like to like a like, second look. Sort of like, yeah, so like, she like saw once she passes, as if you're walking. Yeah, away. right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. Oh, God. Also, she's oh, so in private. So yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I also feel like a subtle touch of the arm. Uh, yes. You know? well, any, any kind of yeah. contact. With your tongue. Yeah. Any kind of contact <laughs> is, uh, is definitely going to. Ooh, that's wet. Your tongue's wet. Give me a semi for sure. <laughs> oh. uh, so you're saying. Too much? Yeah, a little. <laughs> sort of a demure look down and look up, right? Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah. Especially if the head stays down and just the eyes come right. up. And then a little blinky. I, really, I keep you, looking right at her. Uh, I that. that would be like, for me, that would be like, I'm, there's something I don't like about you. Like, I'm checking your whole body. Why don't we leave this place and go find a Ramada? Not the head tilt. Not the, that, yes, you, you got yeah. it. But, like, if I were to just, like, eye you from, you know, head to yeah. toe, like, yeah. wouldn't you think, um, what is she looking at? Yeah. Uh, like, like elevator eyes up and down that whole thing yeah, or? Like, yeah. Like if I went like. Well, yeah, like that. Yeah. There's like zero interest in your expression <laughs> at all. <laughs> Cold dead eyes. Yeah, really. Totally. I, I was smiling. <laughs> I hate your God, this poor woman is brain dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking you had to tell there is something wrong. Wait, yeah. probably. Like that moment though, where you feel that connection. When they when they make that look at you, and it doesn't happen often in life, but when it does, there's something very, very palpable about oh it. Oh my gosh. And, and yes. like and for me anyway, whenever it's happened, it it it's a sensation that it's like a York Peppermint Patty. Like I, I feel it throughout my entire body and I'm like, oh my God, I actually have a shot with this person. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember the first time I Got that look from my wife, from Claire. It, when we were just, uh, just the first couple of times we'd encountered each other. There's that, and I'm like, oh. Steve, like there's that, that yeah. double take, right? Like you yeah. look at her yeah. and then she looks back at you. Right. And then you do it again. Right. And yes. you're like, holy crap. I, I think she might yeah. like me. We um, went. So, so like <clears throat> we went, is that what you said? <laughs> so it, okay. So, so what do you do? All right. Let's say you okay. had that connection. What do you do? This is for women. This is advice yeah. for women. Uh, and she says, make the approach yourself. If, if he is not coming over to you, make the approach yourself. Walk confidently up to him. Smile up to into his face and say, well, I figured one of us should make a move after that eye contact. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we live in a, we're in a, such a cynical time that everything you say oh, it just sounds like a line, you know? So um, you you got to be inventive. A pretty good line I saw was in a movie. What was it called? Did uh, you fart? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I smelled something all the I way over here. Something horrible. I thought perhaps you farted. <laughs> I was across the room and I smelled something that kind of like okra. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought perhaps you're from New Orleans and farted. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a really obscure one. Yeah. Huh. 
Listen, if you're trying to stand out uh, yeah, from yeah. everyone else. She's telling me that she thinks I'm from New Orleans. You may want to try that. Um, <laughs> she no. thinks I'm from New Orleans. Uh, there was a movie with... Uh, Anyway, I forgot who it was. Anyway, uh, so these two people made this eye contact. They kind of show it back and forth, a little smile. And eventually he goes over and says, hey, I thought I would just come over and say hello yeah. because we had a little connection. Right, yeah. gestured to his eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's a good line if, if you did indeed have that little connection. But anyhow. I mean, you're good eye. Uh, she, says, <laughs> <laughs> she says, how do you start a conversation? Here's right. tips. Uh, and, and remember, still, I want to I want to eventually get to the secret signs that he's ready for sex, because I think you guys are going to like this. So uh, take a deep breath and smile. This uh, part is easier than you think, she says. Don't stress about what to say. 80% of someone's impression of you and the first sentence you utter has virtually nothing to do with what you're saying. It's whether you've said it with passion, a smile, and a friendly look. That takes the weight off of, you know, don't say something ridiculous or, yeah. or that's going to turn some, somebody we realize you're, you're both kind of trying to figure it out. Yeah, so concentrate on getting that right, she says, and it's just a smile and a friendly right. look mainly is what you want to do. Smile and a Coke. Uh, and she says the best chat-up line is simply one which is appropriate to the situation you're in and something not too challenging. If you're in a sandwich shop and standing in line next, the best thing uh, since sliced bread, sorry, couldn't resist, you're going to sound like an idiot if you come out with, you look like an angel who's dropped from heaven. Better surely like say... Liverwurst. <laughs> Wait, what? Do you like liverwurst? Liverwurst? It's one of my favorite meat products. I suspect the other one is in your pants. <laughs> uh, she says... I'll if take you... a pound of whatever you got between your legs. Um, you may want to try something like, have you eaten here before? I can't yeah. decide between the chicken or tuna. And then, oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want some tuna? Uh, anyway, I'm going I'm to jump ahead. All right. Uh, okay. I'm going to jump ahead because there, get the tuna. apparently there are secret signs that he's ready for sex. Right. Okay, she says, look for these subtle signs okay. that he's turned on. He's got a boner. <laughs> 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 that he's That's turned on fun. and ready before you massive erection. before you lean in for that first kiss. All right, so here you go. And I would like someone to illustrate these things, okay? Okay. Uh, and I can do it if you want All to, right. but uh, he's touching his face more than usual. So, like yeah. this? Yeah. <laughs> It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Is I, like uh, so, I would say, Liv, if you're if you're perhaps like you're you're doing one yeah. of these, yeah, or, or, or stroking your chin, or yeah. or or prying your eyes wide open with your index fingers yeah. and thumbs. <laughs> I do this a lot. I, I rest my uh, uh, my finger thumb, in your nose, uh, thumb under my chin, and my index finger on the side of my face. Uh, are you doing that? In case <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the, the V with your fingers <laughs> and, and sticking your tongue out. <laughs> he's just touching his face. That's all he's doing. Uh, yep. All right. His eyes appear shiny and moist. What? And well, his, they have to be. And his pupils are large and dilated. He's, he's on meth. He's hot. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> that's that's right. Right. I smell lightning. <laughs> what? Huh? His eyes are... Seahorses forever. His pupils are dilated. When totally aroused, pupils can double in size. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Notice that he's breathing quickly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so uh, these... I would might find some of these a little troubling. Uh, His sentences are short and (laughs) half-finished. This is clearly an addict that we're talking to. (gasps) Yeah, they're short and (laughs) half-finished. His hand... 
thigh or knee accidentally touches yours. Okay. Uh, she also says to notice if his thighs are tense. You have very tense thighs. Now, how do you do that? I couldn't help but notice that your thighs are very tense. <laughs> they need a deep tissue massage. I don't, I don't... Do you like liverwurst? <laughs> I do. I don't know. I like pimento loaf. I guess maybe if they're wearing shorts. I could see in your tight shorts, your thighs are very tense. Yeah. Uh, do you have a taut scrotum? Uh, ooh. Uh, I mean wrinkleless. Does anybody? Smooth. Uh-oh. I feel your balls. Um, all right. You, you may notice that his lips are red and swollen. You look oh. like an idiot. <laughs> You're making out with a pepper? (laughs) His lips are red and swollen. A a texter says, these are the same symptoms if you have rabies. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, his nostrils flare. That's a, to me, that's an aggressive. So, you're, you look like a, you look like a a, a charging bull. Yeah, Yeah. so, so let's, (laughs) let's, let's sum this up. His pupils are dilated. He's breathing quickly. His, his lips... (laughs) Are red and swollen, and his nostrils flare. Uh, he's using bath salt. <laughs> he's ready to rip your face off. <laughs> Why do you take this upstairs? <laughs> so, ladies, that's what you have to look forward to. When a man is interested. What do you think is one of the, the best sort of um, I- initial exchanges captured on in a movie where hmm. um, I was watching Defending Your Life with Albert Brooks and the way he's conversing with Meryl Streep in that movie is a very... Very organic, yeah. Very easy conversation. Very easy yeah, going. Yeah, when, they're, when, they're not they're not playing roles. They're just themselves. Yeah, um, that's a really good question. Uh, where people just all of a sudden, when you when you slide into a group, very right, easily, right, that you can tell that doesn't mean that an awkward uh, first meeting is is that that things are off the table. No, Sometimes no. it can it can work out that way. Yeah, um, Goodwill Hunting was pretty good with the Matt Damon and Mini Driver. Where did they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The meeting at the bar, and I mean, he's you know he's a genius. Uh, Matt Damon. She uh, <laughs> she's into him because of his ability, and then he doesn't go for her right away. You know, right, right. In fact, she comes over to him. That's a great line later yeah. on. She's like, yeah. "You blew it." Yeah, I've been sitting here all night waiting for you to come over here and talk to me. <laughs> yeah, I and like she that. gives him uh, the the phone number. Yeah, so she made the aggressive move. He got her number. Yeah, I got her number. I like apples. Yeah. <laughs> You like liverwurst? I'm a genius. <laughs> what do you mean, Hellman? <laughs> do you like liverwurst? Oh, not particularly. <laughs> What's this guy talking about? He's a genius. <laughs> Go with it. Oh. Yeah, right. Yes, he may be eccentric. You like liverwurst? <laughs> yeah, smart man. All right. Well, anyhow. Um, Meeting men without uh, actually getting out in the real world and meeting men. These are these are some tips uh, for ladies uh, or men who are interested in getting out and meeting more people. So just thought I'd share. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff. That's that. that info. Yeah. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. It's Kathy Romano. Spring is here. Now let's get that ponytail ready for the chopping block for Kathy's Cuts. We're supporting Wigs for Kids and helping children look themselves and live their lives. Donate your hair to Wigs for Kids on Monday, May 1st. Go to PrestonandSteve.com. Make sure you meet the new minimum requirement of 14 inches of hair. Then make an appointment to join us on May 1st. 
you'll receive a new short hairstyle by the amazing stylists at Gravity Hair Salon in Ambler and Vibe Salon in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Donors will also get refreshments from Duncan, a Kathy's Cuts t-shirt, and a gift bag from True Beauty Concepts. Don't wait. Go to PrestonAndSteve.com to sign up. Kathy's Cuts, benefiting wigs for kids from 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Well, I believe uh, Marissa's chit-chatting with uh, with the inductee and is going to put him on hold because we're going to talk to him. So, yeah, I, I mentioned this earlier. I saw the story this morning that the uh, Pensbury uh, School is uh, high school is inducting their inaugural run of the uh, Hall of Fame. Well deserved. And uh, yeah, there's some cool names in there. And we saw Richard's name, and uh, Nick reached out to him. And so we're going to have him on. But let me play a clip from All Inside right. Out as uh, <laughs> Bing Bong. Uh, you got to hear this. And remember your rockets. Of course, it runs on song power. That's right, your theme song. Who's your friend who likes to play? Bing Bong, Bing Bong. His rocket makes you yell, hooray. Bing Bong, Bing Bong. What exactly are you supposed to be? You know what's unclear? I'm mostly cotton candy, but shape-wise, I'm part cat, part elephant, part dolphin. Dolphin? <laughs> part dolphin and part Hall of Famer. Please welcome Richard Kahn to the show. Richard, good morning. Hall of Famer. Well, in a couple of hours. Oh, yes. Yeah, not yeah, yet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> About to become Hall of Famer. Uh, and presently, presently, I'm on West End Avenue going to Fairless Hills. Ah, okay. So if, I go into the Link, if I go into the Lincoln Tunnel <laughs> and I get caught off from you guys, oh, okay. just sing for a little while. <laughs> we will. So he's coming from New York down this way. I'm sure we've had this conversation before, Richard, but where did you grow up in Bucks County? I was from Yardley. Yardley. Oh, okay. I, I was born in Trenton. I was born in Trenton. We moved to Yardley, and my dad had a store in Princeton, New Jersey. Ah, okay. 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 Yeah. And you graduated Pensbury in 74? Stop, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> right. hey, Richard, were the proms uh, a big deal when you were there? i got to tell you, I've read Wonderland. I, I actually know the author very well. They were not as depicted in... The book. Okay. However, you know who played at my prom? Oh no! Wait till you hear this. Oh no! BB King and what? Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, yes. What? BB no. oh, King? That's insane. That's unbelievable. That insane? Yes, that would be a bill you'd pay. You'd pay big money to see it. And that's the high school entertainment. That was our high. Look, I guess at the time, yeah, it's seventy-four. Rodney Dangerfield was. Doing what he was doing, maybe he wasn't. Maybe he hadn't hit his yet. You know the great fame, and uh, Chuck Berry may have been down on his luck, or you never know where. Where luck? I know what it's like. <laughs> the things you have to take, and the crap you have to eat. <laughs> you know, you make a buck. So did Rodney that, do? That year, that year it was Pensbury High School. That's the crap you had. To That's eat. the crap was Pensbury. So, so did did Rodney do a stand up routine for your class? No, we taught ballet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> so, Preston, for, forever, uh, Pensbury proms have been, I mean, there's the yeah. whole dance aspect of it, but um, there's like, a, they had a whole other room, the auditorium, because it was held at the school, at least when I went there, it, you know, and and now it's held at the school. So, in the auditorium is all different kinds of entertainment. We had a hypnotist come out. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, so I... A, I'm assuming Rodney yeah. was was probably in the auditorium doing a show. But that's a great story. Exa I, I, that's exactly right. Now, 
do I remember seeing him? <laughs> he wasn't Rodney Dangerfield at the time. Right. I probably did see him. All I remember is everything being blue because it really was, I, I think the theme was by the sea or something like that. By the sea Wait, is a classic theme. Yeah. And that was, that was my theme. theme. And I think it's the theme from, in, in, I think it's Back to the Future, but I'm not sure. Enchantment Under the Sea. Yes, yes Enchantment Under the Sea. Yeah. Yeah. I did see something like that. Richard, yeah. were you involved in the drama department at Pensbury? I actually, I was in forensics in the drama department. Which, you know, we did a play or two a year. We always did a musical. And, uh, yeah, and I always did. But I was not supposed to be an actor. I was supposed to be a lawyer and take over my dad's store, which is a jewelry store. And uh, my his best friend, you know, one afternoon we're all watching football, and he said, uh, you know, go try acting uh, before you go to law school. Try it out. Because you'll kick yourself when you're 40. You'll resent your wife. You'll resent your children. <laughs> so, you know, hey, he was right. And one year turns into two into Hall of Fame. Well, that's that's wow. that's sage advice. Uh, also, and, and and you don't have any regrets. Now, you went with uh, looking at the information here. Fellow actor Robert Curtis Brown. Is that correct? I did. He was only Rob Brown at the time, and and one of the teachers told me a lovely man he, and, I, and I, he, I've seen him at various events by the way I'm going I truly I'm going into the tunnel now <laughs> All right, okay we I, might lose we've you. got a song ready yeah, yeah okay uh, but he said you know you don't have the looks that Hollywood wants like Rob does so you know try it but uh, you know the chances are it's, it's a tough business and uh, I, I was lucky and Rob Rob is a great actor. He was, you know, uh, he was Tony in West Side Story. Right. Was, uh, I think he was King Arthur to, uh, oh, uh, um, Audrey Heffernan. Now, Audrey Heffernan is uh, an actress and a wonderful actress now, too. Still an actress. But her husband is Danny Meyer. Oh, okay. Yeah, start news. Okay, we're losing. You we're, know, are you losing me? We're starting to lose you a little bit, but keep going. I think we're good. Okay, all right. I haven't crossed that line that I used to get excited about in said New Jersey. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so, so we got Audrey, and and then there's you know quite a few more that really have gained fame. And one of them, who's the one on, on Grey's Anatomy? Is she on Grey's Anatomy? What the, what the best so, so, so Preston, you have the list. You have the list right there. Can you read it for? I, I don't have it any longer. Oh, okay. Away. Yeah, there were there were there yeah. were from some some notables. We did not see someone from Grey's Anatomy, but um, okay. yeah, uh, who's being inducted? It's, it's it's five people. Is that the case? Is it five now? Let me tell you what I turned down today <laughs> because they they asked me about eight months ago to, if I would do this. I said, well, of course, I'm honored, and I really I'm so honored. Yeah. And last Thursday, I was asked to be in a TV show. With Edie Falco, Pete Davidson, and Joe Pesci. Oh, and yes. you're turning that down. And, 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 I, and I'm doing the show East New York already, so this would have been I would have had to get off. But I was going to guest on that show, and I turned them down because I had promised these people that I would be there. Oh, is that and, the the Bupkis show? It's, it's very nice. It's very yes. It's called Bupkis. Yeah, and it'll be great. And I can't believe I turned it down. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me uh, promote something that you're in that we all want to watch because we've been re we reported on. Preston was reporting on this story over the years. 
that miniseries, The Watcher, mm. based yes. that bizarre ongoing good, story. I, yeah, I saw The Watcher. I saw the first episode at the premiere last night. It's great. It's eerie. It's scary. It's actually a little funny because you're sort of, you know, the tension is so great. You sort of want to laugh. And uh, it's it's just terrific. Well, you know, the thing really is, you, you hear something like that, and you think, okay, well, that's come out of the mind of, a, of some Hollywood writer. But it is based on a true story. And as the true story started to go along, it became even more insane. So, uh, yeah, we're definitely looking forward to this. Yeah, it's very good. And, again, please, because I, I love my show. It's on Sunday nights on CBS, and it's a cop show, and I get to be dramatic and be a cop, and it's terrific. It's called East New York, and Jimmy Smith is in it. It's, it's just wonderful. Oh, East New York. Oh, Very that's excellent. East New York. And we're the highest-rated new show of the season. Excellent. Uh, yeah, it's just a great, great, it's NYPD blue for today. And this, uh, Jimmy Smith is in that, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, excellent. I know I just mentioned his name. Yeah, yes. okay. okay. Yes. Richard, I, I always yeah. like uh, talking to people that have been on, and especially when they have recurring roles uh, on Curb Your Enthusiasm. You, you play Cousin Andy uh, on Curb several times. Um, what What is yeah. that experience like? Is it just riffing? I mean, did they, just, did they hand you any script, or you just kind of come in and, and kind of do what Larry wants to do per episode? You know, you're, you're, you're glossing over a, a very unusual process. He writes a very detailed scenario, almost like a short story. It's about 18 pages in length, 12 to 18 pages. So you know exactly what's going on in the scene. And when you know where you are and who you are and what the problem is, you then make up the words or improvise the words that you might say in that scene. And if it's funny, if you say funny things, that's good. The scene is funny, and it all adds up to even funnier, and that's what it is. But it's not called ad lib, hmm. because ad lib is just, uh, you know, a set script where you put in a line that, you know, just one line. This is all improvised, and uh, you don't riff, because that's like just going, whoa, what do we do? What are you doing? So <laughs> right. Sometimes we do riff, uh, and it's uh, if you're lucky, you get a good product at the end. And if you're unlucky, they cut together a good product. No. Yeah. So, so we need to ask you as well about Inside Out 2. We uh, assume Bing Bong is returning. What's the status of your... Um, uh... well, let me put it this way. We are two very different people. I assume that Bing Bong is not returning. Really? You know, I'm good, yes, I'm good friends with Pete Docter. And he might... I, I'm shocked to hear... I can't believe I'm saying this out loud because I haven't said this to anybody. But he hasn't called me to say I'm in it. I, I mean, he hasn't called me to say I'm not in it. So, okay. well, we're doing the research on taking a look at a few things. Uh, I see this this phrase pop up constantly, fan favorite bing bong. Oh, yeah. It'd be crazy to not include that character. Well, you know, I'm, uh, Angela Lansbury is everybody's favorite, but she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very good yeah. point. Uh, That's a very good point. It is a good excuse. Spoiler. <laughs> for, those, for those who haven't seen Inside Out or the newspaper. Right. Yeah. It's a great character. It's one of, my, the, one of the shining moments of my life was the pride that I had to be in that movie. Uh. It was because I think it's such a great movie. It was a great part. 
my my demise is spectacular. Oh, it is. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm Christ. You, know? <laughs> you are the, you are the Christ figure of Inside Out. Uh, I, I would see a hard time, as much as I absolutely love that character, I would ha- see a hard time at, uh, coming back into the next one. But you never know. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's Hollywood. Yeah, they absolutely. Can it, they can make it happen. You can do an origin story. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> you never, never know. Hey, so uh, the, the event today, uh, Richard, what time are you uh, scheduled to have the um, uh, this ceremony take place? I think, I'm, I think I'm having breakfast with the superintendent. See, all these things, when you're a child, to meet the superintendent, to be to, to go into the vice principal's office, these are scary things. Yeah, and yeah. I'm an adult, yeah. and I'm scared. So. <laughs> it's true. You never lose it. I'm sure. I'm sure the same. It's the same sort of zeal of seeing the teachers' lounge. Like, what's that like? Oh. Well, did you see the teachers' lounge when you were a kid? No. No, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can take you can take advantage of your now uh, um, inductee status and demand to see I'm, it. I'm going to use the teacher's bathroom. Do you remember? I'm sure that there will be one, two, or three teachers who might come back. But when you consider my age, and they were... 10 to 15 to 20 years older than me at the time. Right. That, uh, you know, a lot of them were teachers because they escaped the war. Yeah. Well, they, they, well, yeah, they go. So, listen, yeah. the, the odds are, you, the fact that you're going to be back there where you went to high school and had all, all of these formative years is something pretty amazing. So, um, you know. Great. Yeah, and and just relish it. And if you can, put in a good word for Kathy Romano here on the show <laughs> because she is a graduate <laughs> as well. Kathy, were you a good student? I was, yeah. And did, was Miss Hollahan there at the time? Oh, she had been dead for thirty years. At the no, no, I don't. I don't remember her. Okay, she was terrifying. <laughs> oh my god! She was six feet tall. She had eyebrows that were put on by thick magic markers. <laughs> no, I don't know. She was. She, you, I worked as hard in that class as I did in any college class. And she knew how formidable she was. She would wear these calf tans and these scarves like she was a hawk. And she would wear high heel shoes. She was easily 6'4 with the heels and everything. Wow. That's that's nightmarish. Yeah. It was nightmarish, and it was the best class I ever had. Uh, There you go. See? Wow. So you... you, you, A lot of my teachers. Uh, Mr. Kelly. I had Mr. Mr. Kelly. Mr. Kelly was one of my dear friends. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I loved him. Oh, yeah, that's I, great. I, I, I really, a lot of people had lousy times in high school. It's famous for having lousy times, you know, wherever you go. Not me. I had a great time. So the, the, Good for you. Yeah. I, was too, I was too stupid to have a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Me exactly. I, I, listen, this is not false praise. I'm going to say, looking at the, at the list of luminaries, um, I, I would have to say... And not that you would look for this, but you're at the top of the of this list. I think you're you're the the most productive with the most um, accomplished then I, career. Then I, I get a, then I should get a special award. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. yeah. I do not. I do not think that I am the most uh, luminous. Right. Because I am sure that there are others who are exceed and excel in their field much more than I excel in my field. I'm just in front of millions of people yeah. doing what I do. 
I am sure there are much, much, much better people Richard, who do what they do. When, when was the last time you were back in that building? Uh, it hasn't been that long ago. Okay. It's safe. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, a, a few years, certainly before COVID. Okay. Four or five years, maybe. Okay. Uh, you, you, all right, yeah. I, it's, I've, I've, the last time I was in high school was when I was in high school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was I'm it, yeah. For tomato pies. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, all right. Did they serve pretty good food? De, have you ever been to De Lorenzo's? De Lorenzo's? Kathy? Uh, Kathy? Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Of course. Oh, oh Richard? Lost him. Oh, oh, he's there. We, yeah. hey, you're back. We lost you for just a second. Yeah, Kathy's definitely been to De Lorenzo's. I blame Newark for that. <laughs> we can blame a lot on Newark. <laughs> Say that again, I'm sorry? Lorenzo's tomato pies. They're yes. fairly so, uh, yeah, Yardley and also in Robbinsville. And if that doesn't get me a free pizza, I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, they definitely heard of it, heard it this morning, so head on over there and pick up your complimentary pie. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. But, but every every Friday after Thanksgiving, I meet my two or three best friends from Pensbury and their families for the oh. past 20 years. Oh. And we go there for lunch. Oh, nice. That's, I wish I did something like that. Can I be part of this group? <laughs> I know. It's one of the great traditions of my life. Yeah. I've seen everybody's kids grow up. That's, it's astounding. It's wow. very important to Excellent. have those things. That's really what, that. that's the spice of life, those relationships and, really and those yep. bonds that you forge. It's amazing. Yep. Well, it is. We just wanted to uh, to get you on and say congratulations, and uh, very happy that uh, that you're receiving this honor, and uh, and just you know thanks for checking in and and, uh, and talking to us for a little I wanna, bit. I want to thank you for keeping me up while I drive. <laughs> I well, we're doing it for public safety. Well, that's so, the, one yeah. of the big benefits of the Lincoln Tunnel is that even if you fall asleep, the tunnel guides you out the other end. <laughs> It's a yeah. great shot. Right. <laughs> uh, thank you, Richard. Congratulations, and it. we appreciate you. Thank you, Richard Kind. Yeah. Yeah. Take care. He is now in the Hall of Fame. He's hilarious. Very high school. He's awesome. That's great. Uh, that is too funny, and I'm glad you asked him about the uh, the curb your enthusiasm about uh, you know because there are a lot of, of shows that or, or you know movies that that have an improv quality to them, but you know there's got to be a fair amount of structure. I've never heard it put quite that way, that they did a lot. Yeah. That that Larry did a whole lot of structure. It's just the dialogue was left up to you. Yeah, yeah the description of the scene, I've actually seen, um, I forget where I saw it, um, you know, maybe one of the, the trade uh, journals, but um, they showed a, the, the scene. It is structured, as you say, Preston, and then they're providing the dialogue. Uh, even, even cues as to... Um, uh, whatever the guest star is, reacts negatively. Right. And that's what you're getting. Right. You know? uh, well, uh, I, I think we're going to give five points to Bucksco for that. Oh! Oh! County definitely deserves a little love because uh, that's a pretty cool little five points in the cap Bucksco. to uh, Pensbury <laughs> High School in uh, Bucks. Oh, County. my God. So what? It's tied. Is it tied now? Th- those five How points have propelled Bucks go into a tie with Delco. <laughs> that's good. Uh, that score's wrong. Delco has 105 points. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, your score's that's wrong. That's an outdated. Correct. Yeah. Uh, outdated score. Website needs to be updated. It's uh, 95 Bucks go uh, Delco 105. Okay. So now a helicopter needs to crash. Yeah. Yeah. Bucks and County. people get yeah. saved. Yeah. Especially yeah. kids. And then we're going to have, uh, then you're going right. to take We need. 
pilot that's not from that county and get points. <laughs> yeah, kind of like how you and Richard are both not from Bucks <laughs> County. You're both you're from New York. He's from New Jersey. Neither of you live there anymore. Uh, you know. Yeah. Mm, he's, uh, these are all salient points. They are. We're gonna take a break and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Your smart speaker can settle arguments, tell you the weather, and even order stuff. But did you know it can also stream WMMR, ask it to open MMR, and it'll begrudgingly comply. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Listen up, some amazing news from our friends at Window Nation. You can modernize and reinvest in your home today with new windows from Window Nation with their best deal. It's 0% interest for five full years. Plus, get two windows free with every two you buy. It's a double deal. You'll get more comfort, lower energy bills, higher home value, and jealous neighbors. All with impeccable construction and expert installation. Call today, 866-90NATION, or visit windownation.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. There's a new driver making their way onto the roads and streets of Philadelphia. Yes. Uh, Casey's daughter, 16 years old, man. Yeah. That blew my mind. Crazy. How does he that posted feel? a picture, yeah. How, how does that feel? I know because, listen, I, and I've gone through it twice. Yeah. And I, I'm already getting conversations of, you know, in like uh, a little over a year, I'll be driving too. My daughter yeah. will be. So I've, I've gone through it a couple times. I was nervous at first. Now, obviously, I'm fine with it. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm definitely nervous. And I've been nervous for a while because, um, you know, leading in and out of, like, where we live, there's, you know, long, windy roads and deer yeah. and, you know, and things antelope. like that. No. And antelope, probably, possibly. Well, seen. no, those the, the the roads leading to your neighborhood are, are hilly and windy and no shoulder. Yeah. And, and could, that makes yeah, me nervous sure. for... Uh, uh, new drivers. Yes. So new drivers. Yeah. Here's the deal about uh, driving. I-, I think we, as experienced drivers, I think we take it for granted. You do. How second nature yep. driving a vehicle is and uh, how we even have to think about all the stuff you, that we do. You, you've stated exactly what the issue is. Is that It's hard for people who are uh, have been accomplished drivers forever mm-hmm. to think in that mindset. Not even understanding the momentum of a vehicle. Or how the wheel corrects, or or all right. those little subtle things that you can sit there and and it's just like muscle memory. Little okay, things. here's here's what's going to happen. Yeah, and and it's hard to put yourself in that position. And it's I assume, and that, let me ask you, it's hard to not be scared and frustrated a little bit as you're trying to teach someone with your ability now. I had no idea what it was like to be with somebody in a car who was driving for the first or the second first time. time. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> like and and it was it was I was I was nervous, I was scared. Yeah. And um just little things like even how much you're supposed to turn the wheel for a curve yeah. or or for a right-hand turn versus a left-hand turn. Mm-hmm. You know, just other things like as you're, you know, approaching an intersection whether you have a stop sign or not. The use of your peripheral vision, mm-hmm. like all of these things. And, and so 
you know, like, and I'm trying not to be critical of my daughter who, you know, just drove for the first time besides like a bumper car. Yeah. The first time in her life. I was like, oh. Oh, wow. Like, I, I mean, mm -hmm. I literally have to teach you everything. Everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everything. I, I, I did it twice. I was the sole teacher uh, for both Parker and Carter. Yeah. Uh, Rochelle did not want to do it. It made her way too nervous. Okay. And she was also, like, hyper on them for about any little thing they were doing wrong. I realize that you're going to have to, there's going to be mistakes that you're going to make. So you go to a parking lot or something like that where you can make this. So we would go to the... Uh, the high school parking lot mm. and drive around for like an hour and, and going from here to there and I would have them do, uh, I loved teaching my boys to drive I thought it was fun but Preston, what, what about the absolute first time when you got in with uh with Parker yeah was there any was there fear not really you know what because he had driven golf carts before yeah, yeah. and go-karts and really it's almost the exact same principle steering wheel brake gas okay yeah just stick with those now you worry about the rules of the road later on and things like that. But when you're just starting to learn how to maneuver the vehicle, nah, I wasn't nervous at all. You know what I, what my dad did, both my dad and my mother teach me, taught me, teach, teach me. <laughs> uh, nobody taught me English. So, so the, uh, um, the result was actually pretty good because I had both different driving styles to compare. Uh, what they both did, though, is we went to an industrial park, yeah. which has... All the streets, the intersections, intersections, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. You go like on a Sunday morning, yep. yeah. and when they're not there, and you've got a street scenario without the yeah. general population. You know, so, I don't remember who taught me how to drive. No kidding, I you don't really either. Wow. Was it I, just taken that? <laughs> I remember, I remember the car. Like I, I know it was my dad's car, and I remember taking the test in my dad's car, but I don't remember. Hmm. Anyone actually you, taking me out on the road? You're the oldest of the siblings, right? I am. They were so, probably like, just go ahead. You'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Figure I, it out. I had, by the time I got behind the wheel of a car at 16 years old, I had already driven. Uh, yeah, there was... A, uh, and so there was a, there was this guy uh, who you know we went to the same grade school. He was a few years older than me, so we go to mass on Sundays. You know, in my high school years, my parents would just drop me off and then and take off, and I would just hang outside the church. I didn't go in hang outside and smoke cigarettes and this guy would let me just drive his car not even with him in it it was like an old it was a big old like oldsmobile yeah and i would just boom i would take off and and drive around the neighborhood and you know come back 10 15 20 minutes later i'll tell you a story after nick's got something he wants to say i'll tell you a story about a friend of mine and pre-driver's <laughs> license uh -huh. driving and there's another guy i went to high school with like during play practices uh I'd be like, hey, I'm, I'm going to go to Kentucky Fried Chicken. Do you, do you, do, and, you know, can I take your car? He's like, yeah. And so I had been doing that. And I would drive from uh, Colonel Harrah to Kentucky Fried Chicken, which is not that far away. And come. I had been doing that for a long time. He had no idea that I didn't have a license. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think it's that uncommon, though. I mean, I mean, like, when you're 15 and you start getting the inkling that you can drive and it's on the horizon, it's near. And, like, especially, like, if you get the learner's permit or whatever, uh, any access to freedom, to driving is, is freedom, right? So oh, like, you're, my, just, you're biting it. Yeah, absolutely, chomping at the bit. My, yeah. my grandfather taught me, my mom's dad, and so we would drive up and down his driveway and drive around the neighborhood and stuff like that. And it was a truck, and I probably started when I was 14. Um, Casey, I wanted to ask you, and then Preston, obviously, mm -hmm. I want to get to your story, but, like, uh, I, I'm seeing more examples of student drivers than I've ever seen before. And I don't yeah. know if that's just yeah. uh, um, anecdotal or what, but like, Likewise. I see cars with, that say yeah, student too. driver on them. Well, I and think and I, had to, yeah. I had to do that when I was in high school. It was yeah. required because you got a discount on your insurance. I but I don't, know if it. I don't know if any, everybody has to these days. I so. think that is uh, the big reason why you're seeing it more is, you know, people save on, and because we're going we're gonna to do it as well. Um, a, you save on um, insurance, and then B, 
you're getting proper instruction from somebody who does it for right. a living, right? So, you know, there's there's only so much I can do, and you guys have worked with me for a long time. You know I'm not good with words sometimes and <laughs> maybe expressing exactly what I'm feeling. Right. So, I mean, I literally, driving yesterday, I told her to press stop a whole bunch of times. Press stop. Press okay. stop. Okay. Yeah. That was the, you know, put your foot on the brake. So you can oh, see why, she, why she's confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Press stop. Press stop. <laughs> okay? Yeah. So right. consider the All teacher. Right. Yeah. You guys need to work out a language ahead of time. <laughs> we have a language problem means. in our home. Oh, is your is your husband from another country? No. No. Uh, so you remember the other day I told you guys this story about uh, this uh, kid I was friends with, and they had uh, all these old Packard uh, cars. Yeah. yeah you, there, the Bubba. Farm. My buddy yeah. Bubba. Yeah, buddy yeah. Bubba Martin. And so... We uh, we used to ride go-karts, motorcycles, and all this stuff. So um, I moved away, moved to St. Louis, away from South Carolina. Then a couple of years later, went back to visit. So this is by the time, you know, Bob and I are in like seventh grade or whatever. And Bubba takes me out. They told you they had, they had there was a, it was a very rural area. Right, and they yeah. had plots of land and stuff like that. And Bubba took me out in a... Uh, pickup truck that was his okay <laughs> these people didn't have money i mean they were right. but but they were rural and so it was a beat up pickup truck right. and he took me out dude and we went and remember, I'm in seventh grade. Right. He's in seventh grade. Uh-huh. He was drifting that thing all over the place. Stop it. Steve <laughs> manual transmission right. on the steering wow. wheel. Wow. It was a free on the tree. Wow. And, he, and this is why those country boys are your stock car race? Uh-huh. They became NASCAR yeah. because yeah. they have all this area to go drive around and drive like freaking maniacs. And I was like, I'm holding on oh for my God. dear life. And we're not we're not drifting out in the open. This is like through the woods, yeah. like through through trees and stuff. It was insane. That is pretty wild. Um, it's kind of cool though, too. So, so I learned how to and and knowing how to to uh, growing up riding motorcycles and stuff like that, I knew how to operate a clutch and, yeah. and all those things were already kind of ingrained. So I just picked it up along the way. Yeah. And I don't remember my dad like officially. I'm sure he did. Uh, taking me out and officially training me to drive. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's a process and 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 it was common. More common back then for to take a, a 14 or 15-year-old out and kind of let him try In preparation, without even, before you even got the permit. At yeah. some point, because you knew it was coming. That's what my dad did with me. Yeah. And again, it was the empty parking lot, Models. When Models was like a department store, not a... Uh, like a sports oh, okay. uh, And uh, it, was, uh, it was wild. And my dad doesn't... My mom had a better temperament for, for that. My dad was not so much. Did he teach you to uh, press the stop button? He said, <laughs> press the stop. He said, stop. And, and stop. Now, instead of going backwards, he said, rewind. <laughs> well, we haven't even done reverse Fast yet. Fast forward now. We have not even done reverse yet. We, okay. uh, that, yeah. That'll make me Take your time. a little nervous. Take your time. Yep. It's, uh, and, the and world is round. You'll eventually get back there. <laughs> reverse, is, reverse is confusing, and, and parallel parking is really difficult to show them how to do. I wonder, with the, with the cars now. With the cameras yes, and all? That? All of that and, yeah. and, and parallel parking assist. Usually, a kid is getting a second or third generation mm-hmm. vehicle. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's changed. Maybe it's you know, it's it's better now for a safety concern to get your kid something that's a little bit. I mean, I got a bomb for my first car. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but it, it 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 served the purpose. But there's. There's more tech available, you yeah, know? and and the cameras have become pretty much standard. Yeah, so so that that helps a lot. Yeah, you know, uh, when parking. Let me ask you this, because it always used to be when I was learning to drive, you look back, look back. Don't you don't, and this is even before cameras. You've got to make sure you're looking back. Mm-hmm. My cameras 
vision is much more comprehensive oh, than yeah. me looking back. And it also gives you warnings. Like, so when I'm backing out of a spot, like, let's say Wawa or whatever, where, you know, your your visibility yeah. is pretty limited. I mean, I, I will just take kind of my foot off the brake and coast a little bit. And the camera, the car will be, it just beeps to let what, me know. What it also does is these things that I can't see. It catches lower than the bumper, too, which yeah. is... I still look back, though, and the reason I do that yeah. is because... What if one day that camera stops working right. and I've lost my skill to be able to look back <laughs> yeah. and dry in and, yeah. and back in or uh -huh. back out of something? So I, st I still I, look back even though the camera's in there. I man. agree. I get a quick rear view and a quick look back, but yeah. I, I the, the cameras, you know, and mm -hmm. that used to be verboten. Yeah, oh, you yeah. can't trust that. Uh, let me go to some calls. I'm going to go to Chris. Hi, Chris. Good morning. You who? You who? Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's up, Chris? It's too early in the morning. <laughs> yeah, Casey. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's always a good idea. Just make sure you uh, teach your daughter the difference between a red light and a green arrow. <laughs> oh, you mean the one he got the ticket for? Yeah. That's all you have to do. Okay. Yeah. Actually, maybe take my written test all over again. All right, thank you, Chris. Appreciate hey, it. I love you guys. Call me back. Thanks, man. <laughs> we'll call, call you back. back. <laughs> you said call, call me, me back. back. Call me back. I love you guys. Call me back. I passed um, the driving test and the written test the first time. Yeah. Wow. Time. Me too. I I remember one time I was taking the test for a uh, for a truck drivers. I, I I was taking the wrong test. Oh, and like why do I need to know? <laughs> I, know this. I I seldom have a payload. My dad is an adult in his forties. I'll never forget this. He had to retake because we had moved to a different state, and and, and he had to, to take the whole test all over again, oh driving test and everything. And uh, he failed it. And the reason what? he failed it was because every time he came to a stop sign, yeah. he crossed over the white line. Ah. And he had been so accustomed to driving that way. Right, right. Because it actually, sometimes that white line is way too short. I'm not talking at a stop light. I'm right. talking at a stop sign. And you can't see if traffic is coming. I agree. And, and yeah. so he would just... It, his inclination was to pull over, and he failed his freaking driving test. I think it's, it's like an, it's it's a crazy embarrassment. I've been driving for years. Yeah, I think I told you guys this story before, but the number one kid in our class ended up going to Duke on a scholarship. Angelo Kwan. We convinced him that a stop sign that had a white trim oh, around it, no, he didn't have to stop at. No. And so when he took his driver's test, he just blew right through it. And the driver looked at the you know the the guy uh, the teaching lesson looked at him. He's like, what? He's like, no. And had the white trim around the outside of it. You don't have to stop at those. By the way, we got a text from Nick. Murray. He says he failed the driving test five times. What? Five times. I kind of feel like, you know how when you get locked out of your phone forever yeah, yeah, because yeah. you don't know your passcode? I feel like if you pa if you fail the driving test a certain amount of times. They should you just give it to you. <laughs> no. <laughs> you should just not be driving. No. I am curious if it was the written or the driving test. Written or driving. Is oh, he's he coming in here. Yeah. You got to come yeah. in. Dude, yeah. I didn't even know you were here. You got to come in and tell that. You can't just text that all willy-nilly. <laughs> Did you so in the, with that case? Did you ever have to take the driving test again when you went to a different no. state? Or, you know, no, no. Yeah. Uh, what, for whatever reason, that stopped by the yeah. time I was uh, of age. Yeah, I passed it first, driving. and then it was weird to fail it the second time when I've been driving for a long time. Murphy, 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 <laughs> five times. Yeah. Oh man, my dad loves this story. <laughs> What's the deal on that? I just, uh, you know, one time it was parallel parking, another time it was parallel parking, <laughs> another time it was parallel parking. <gasps> so parallel parking is your. City. I know. Now I'm like a super pro. Now. Wait, was this at the Nishamani Mall? Yeah, dude. They were, they were not great. Over there. <laughs> 
Like, the guy was like... They were he, tough. Yeah, he was like, you hit the curb. I was like, I don't think I did. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped over the line one time. It was it was, it was, was a mess. <laughs> but uh, my dad gave me good advice. He was like, uh, he was like, look, just do this, and then you never have to do it again. Just finish it, and then you never have to worry about it for the rest of your life. All right, so question, how often can one take a driver's test? I mean, it was... You, you have know, to wait a month or like, two months or... Like 20 I, years ago, I so think it's I unlimited. Think it was, I think there was like a cool down period. I would think oh, so. Really? Okay. Yeah. Like you can't so. go the next day and no, do another one. You I know? think it was like a month or a few weeks okay. before you had to do it again. All right. Yeah. Five Crazy. times. Yeah, you man. may take the driver's test a maximum number of three times on each permit. So did you have to get? Yeah, I had to do the written permit? test again. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's so annoying. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Like, I, mean, I practiced the hell out of it. I mean, uh, how? How did you practice? Did I you mean, practice with the road cones and the eggs and all that stuff? Yeah, we did. We did the road, the the cone and uh, a broom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a standard. It works. Yeah, or it should work. Yeah, you know, it eventually worked. Do you, do you think part of it was was uh, being nervous about being tested? Yeah, I think I think a big part of like I felt comfortable driving, and and then it was just like. Being there, I remember. The, I remember being very nervous yeah, taking the process. my test. Yeah, like my dad was like, "Oh, well, we did it with state troopers." I was like, "Well, you know, this is just like some old guy, but like yeah. it's still unnerving, <laughs> like an unnerving process to do this whole thing." Do you know, the thing you have to remember also is that I guarantee you, uh, when you so people pass that, they have to pass that to get the license. But I can guarantee you, there is a huge number of current drivers who drive every day who can't parallel park. Yeah, yeah. I see oh, it all the time. Sure, I, yeah. I see it yeah. all the time. Yeah. My mom can't do it. She lived in the city. And lives in the suburbs now. And she still can't parallel. Yeah, park. and she had, yeah, she got her license initially. Yeah. yeah. As far as the testing goes, so both of my sons uh, took a course, and the person that trained them also tested them. Okay. And yeah. I think that that makes you feel. That's I think they're more comfortable yeah. taking a test for the person that's taught them how to drive. Nick, you know how I uh, taught myself how to parallel park. I used Nick knows my brother Christopher. I used Christopher's little, you know, the red and yellow car when your kids, <laughs> yeah. you know, when your babies. Yeah. Uh, he was little, and so I I put that in the street, and then I parked my mom's car up a little bit, and so I used those two's cars, and I used my dad's car to parallel park. I you used him, made him stand out like this. <laughs> no, 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 not him. I didn't use Chris. <laughs> we used trash cans. We used our trash cans okay. for trash shades. I just put them out in the curb in front of the house as if they were vehicles and yeah. you got to park between uh, But that's why they built the, the technology into cars that automatically parallel park yeah. for you. Hey, uh, McElwain, yeah. you and I are the same age. Uh, probably got our licenses around the same time. I did not have to parallel park for my driver's test. Yes. What? Uh, neither oh, did I. Really? Okay. And yeah. There were different uh, versions of the driver's test, but yeah, Casey. Instead, uh, instead of the parallel parking, we had to do the three-point turn. Three-point turn. And uh, oh so my god, for, that's so easy. I know it is. <laughs> yeah, it's much easier than the parallel yeah. parking. And for whatever reason, there was. I think it's not that way anymore. Was it a religious exemption? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> Buddhists don't have to do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm Buddhist. We do not believe in parallels. Well, we had to do both. We had to do yeah. three-point turn okay. as well. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. I think honestly, like it was a year. And then the state was like, wait a minute, we got to put this thing back in. Yeah, Yeah, when they replaced parallel parking with operating the radio. Right, yeah. Let me go to some calls. I have uh, Dave on the line. Yo, Dave, good morning. In the Chamonix Valley, uh, DMV sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Nick Murphy's agreeing. Common theme here. What's up, Dave? Um, So, yeah, so my dad was very similar. I started practicing well before I had my permit. Uh, Probably, you know, 14 years old, uh, we lived across the street from a cemetery. So I would practice in a 97 Bronco in the cemetery. Uh, now, this was still before my permit. My dad felt I had successfully conquered the cemetery, 
The back of the cemetery was Route 1, so we hopped out of the cemetery. Just keep going down Route 1. You'll, you'll get some real driving uh, lessons here. Jesus. We end up down the boulevard <laughs> and just driving the boulevard <laughs> up and back, and that was learning how to drive. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> so what, uh, what cemetery was it? Do you remember? Uh, Our Lady of Grace. Our Lady of Grace. Yeah, I know. There's a plus yeah. to that because if you hit someone, they're already dead. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And now yep. I'm a truck driver, so. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, well, yeah, dude, learning how to drive on the boulevard, you ought to make driving your living. Wow. I wanted to become a NASCAR driver, but I have a problem with left-hand turns. Gotcha. They get old after a while. All right, Great thanks, Dale. Dave. Great when I took the test, Preston, they had us in the area. The My, my first when I was 16, getting my driver's license. They took you, and it was right near the DMV, but then they took you out into some of the worst traffic Ooh, around, and because that was what was right there. Yeah. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Throwing you to the yeah, wolves. Yeah, right to the wolves. Here's a text that says, hey, I am too embarrassed to call in. I failed the permit test nine times. <laughs> nine, nine times. Nine times. Uh, and it says, no joke, that is from uh, Dan, who is in Glenside. So nine times. It took him, it took him, I don't know if he got it on the Oh, tent. notice that's two men that failed that many times. Oh, yeah. Nine times. Mm -hmm. Nine times. Nine times. Hey, Brian, you're on the air. Good morning, it. Preston, not yep. everyone can have a birthday nine days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your belated, Bill. What's up, dude? So uh, I took driving school when I first got, uh, I think it was, yeah, it was when I got my permit. And uh, it was like up in Shillington, and I am not familiar with that area at all. And we did like 10 one-hour classes. And on like the third class, I had this big, fat driving instructor, big, fat dude. Yeah. And um about 30 minutes into it, he fell asleep. Oh, and wow. I'm, I'm not talking just like, you know, just dozed off. He was like full on, like sound like a bear in hibernation. Wow. Morning. Okay. And I have no idea where I'm at. So it's like an hour and a half later and this dude finally like coughs. He's like, <laughs> and like wakes up. And he's like, where are we? And I was like, I, I don't know where I'm at. That, that's oh a God. horrible <laughs> lapse in protocol there. Absolutely nowhere, no idea where I was at. And um, so Did he was like, and this is before GPSs and stuff. And I'm pretty sure he didn't know where he was at. So it took us probably about, I would say, I don't know, two hours to get home from where we were at. Oh I, I hope he agreed to pass you as long as you didn't tell anyone about him falling asleep. Well, the worst part about it was that this was before I had a cell phone, too. So my mom was supposed to pick me up at the end of the hour. And uh, I came back, and it was like five hours later. She thought I died. She was freaking out on the guy. Oh, my God. And uh, the guy ended up actually getting fired for it. I can imagine. Yeah, well, you, you shouldn't yeah. be falling asleep when you're a driving instructor. Uh, that's yeah. not the wrong thing. You know, you figure the guy's really big. Maybe he's teaching him how to go through drive throughs Preston. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, okay, let me go to Anthony, because this is something people can lapse into, I think. Hi, Anthony. Good morning. Good morning, it. Good morning, it, bud. All right, so you failed your driving test? Yes, I did. The first and time. And I took it in my uncle's Parisienne, which he would not let me drive <laughs> the whole time until we got up to Trevos and I drove around the parking lot in the mall, and then we went over to take the exam. Now, everybody warns you about the exam to make sure you stop at the stop sign before you make the turn because right. they stop you, and then you got to stop again. So I drove the whole exam, get through the whole thing. The, the, the instructor's like, how do you think you did? I'm like, I think I did good. He's like, how many hands are you supposed to have on the wheel? I drove the whole exam with one hand. Oh, 
my God. <laughs> Listen, it's pretty much how we drive most of the time. But when you're doing when you're doing the instruction at, or when you're taking the test, you've got to keep both hands on the wheel. No. Dude, my, my heart felt so far in my chest. I'm like, oh, my God. He said I did great, but I only had one hand on the wheel. Uh, Doesn't that count? Don't you get bonus yeah, points? Bonus yeah, right, points. Right. You get bonus for that. You're yeah. twice a driver You now. need to keep one arm free and put around the bay. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell him we've been driving for months before I got there. Uh, but, you know. Of course, yeah. Wow. All right. Thanks, Anthony. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. That was nope. from summer school, by yes, the way. Yes, it was. Yeah. It would be fun if we had an instructor come here and actually test us, like, without any prep. You know, just, I mean, we're on the road. We're driving right. yeah. to see if we could pass the test today. Okay. All right. That's not a bad idea. By the way, Nick pulled up a uh, minimum driving age uh, by state. Uh, and when we lived in South Carolina, I mentioned that earlier, at that time, uh, the age was 15. For driver's license. Crazy. And my, and my sister had one. That's amazing. Yeah, isn't that wild? So I got South Carolina now, Preston, is 15 uh, years and six months. No way. Yeah, um, Still? Uh, yeah, uh, for for restricted license. Uh, South Dakota is the youngest in the country. So you can get a learner's permit at 14 and then also a driver's license, restricted license at 14. And New Jersey, I think, if this map is accurate, New Jersey is the oldest. You have to be 17 uh, in order to get your driver's license. Does it say New York there, Nick? New York is uh, 16 and six months. Okay, so restricted that's... Licensed. I don't think that's changed wow. since I was a kid. I guess, uh, you know, it, it looks like South Dakota, Nevada, or, or I'm sorry, North Dakota, uh, Montana, Idaho, those areas, they're, they're much more rural. People are got more, room. more inclined. Not only that, but also have to do work that has to do with driving. Yeah. And there's a, there's a lot of space between communities and things. Yeah. So maybe sure, you need that's, it more. that's why. Wow. Okay. Uh, I know we got a break here, but I'm going to go to uh, Gorman because this sounds like an interesting call. Hey, Gorman, good morning. Couple. Yeah. <laughs> nice couple. What's up, buddy? So I learned how to drive my first time driving. My dad, I, lived, I grew up in Kensington, and he had a Lincoln Town Car, so it's a huge car. I was 14. And you know where they filmed the creep where Rocky's hanging out the gym window looking down? Yeah. On that, that street. I'm coming up there. Right there, there's another street called Amber Street that comes out to Clearfield. So we're coming up to the intersection, and a guy runs out. I hit him. He goes over the over the hood, over the windshield, lands. I jam the brakes. We get out. He gets up. He keeps running. What? What? My, my dad goes, what the hell? <laughs> Two seconds later, six guys come running. Which way did he go? Oh, my God. Shut up. So we pointed. The, my dad pointed. We get in the car. My dad goes, you handled that well. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody. That's funny. Oh, my that was, God. That was my very first time behind the wheel of a car. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Gorman, did anybody ever find out anything about what happened, what that was no, all about? Just a sneaker that was left in the middle of the street. Oh that was all that was there. That was all that was left. That's hilarious, yeah, dude. Yep. Oh first time God. you hit someone. All right, thanks, Gorman. It's like that scene in, in Clueless where she's taking a road test. Yes. And she's side-swiping cars like crazy. Oh, my God. That is so funny. Um, all right. Well, listen, we should take a break. Stay put. What's new? Glad you asked. Shine down. Nickelback. Metallica. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre Files.
B-File number one brought to you by Pro Team Collision, your certified collision repair center. If you get into an accident, Pro Team Collision is there for all of your auto body repair needs. Oklahoma fast food worker has been arrested after a customer allegedly discovered a bag of methamphetamine received their food order. Ah. It's a very, very happy meal. <laughs> uh, the incident occurred on Monday in Oklahoma when the police department was first made aware of an incident at an unnamed local fast food restaurant that a customer had surprisingly found a small bag of drugs inside the food order. Uh, police, I got a Slimer once. Uh, police officers learned that the baggie had a crystalline substance inside that later tested positive for methamphetamine. Uh, authorities opened an investigation and went to the restaurant to examine the circumstances around the situation, speak to their employees. Uh, Brian Francis, an employee at the restaurant, was subsequently arrested and charged with distribution of a controlled substance within 2,000 feet of a school as well as possession of a controlled substance. So we're looking at this mugshot, and there's no indication this guy is in any way a meth head. Yeah. Uh, you know, he absolutely looks like this. I'm uh, really <laughs> sweating profusely. Yeah, and, yeah looks a little <laughs> bit uh, disassociated. A woman has revealed her extremely unusual path to settling down and falling in love with a rag doll who oh. she is married to and has even had a baby with. That's oh. awesome. Uh, uh, Mira Vone Rocas Morez from Brazil uh, yeah. met the love of her life after complaining to her mother about being single and having nobody to dance with. Her mom created Marcelo, a rag doll, and it was love at first sight as the pair enjoyed a whirlwind romance. You should see a picture of this thing. It's yeah. terrifying. <laughs> Uh, it would be my honor to feed your insanity. However, however, uh, after only a few months, uh, Maravone found herself pregnant. What? But not wanting to have a baby out of wedlock, they pair decided to get married in the ceremony, which was attended by 250 people. So um, uh, we're looking at the baby, which is uh, equally. I think it really got the father's looks yep. uh, in this one. All right. So uh, the having spent a week-long honeymoon at a beach house in Rio de Janeiro, uh, the couple waited anxiously for their offspring uh, to arrive, and she gave birth in just 35 minutes at home with a doctor and nurse on site while live-streaming the event to an audience of 200 people. Despite living happily as a family, Maravone says that she is struggling to pay the bills because she's the only breadwinner. Oh, in the uh, yeah, well, you know, he's, he's, he's a lazy bastard. She came home early one day and found him in bed with a uh, towel, Preston. Oh. She said, he is a man. I, he is a man I always wanted in my life. Married life with him is wonderful. He doesn't fight with me. He doesn't argue. And he just understands me. Marcelo is and a I great... And I love banging a sock. ...and faithful husband. He's such a man, and women envy oh him. Uh, when my mom made Marcelo and first introduced me to him, I fell in love with him. It was love at first sight. However, her story takes an even stranger turn when she recounts having a baby with her doll husband. Mm. After gaining the 22 pounds during pregnancy, Maribone welcomed her doll child, uh, Marcelino, into the world and says the birth was pain-free. Of course it would yeah. be pain-free. Is it too much to say I hate her? She said, <laughs> it's true. Marcelo got me pregnant. He didn't take care of himself and didn't use a condom. Uh, he got me pregnant. <laughs> well, he's a test. doll. Would he fun. use a condom? He's not even a good doll. He needs a sock, right? It's like brought on with Sharpie marker. Like, yep. it's, it's not... Hey, was it the, was, was the baby? Way, Kathy. Yes, come on. That's off. Jesus Christ. She's so critical. Dollphobe. <laughs> she said, I didn't feel the contractions in pain. Uh, despite it being physically impossible, she claims that it was like a real bird. She said, seeing the placenta and the umbilical cord oh in the God. blood made it real. We might call it felt. What the hell are these people talking about? Well, right. just uh, the, how far away are they from us, Preston? They're, where are they? They're in Brazil. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. enough. They can, they can yeah, stay yeah. there. Yeah. 
right. Uh, how about this? A team of researchers in China have developed a new device that scans the brain of an individual that is moderating online content and uh, records the brain signals that are fired when the individual sees a piece of content that needs to be flagged for removal. As you can probably imagine, porn is banned in China, and the nation already has widespread policies that remove large portions of content from the Internet service. We will not stand for this. Uh, China is heavily moderating its content through an artificial intelligence program, and while the AI is doing a lot of the heavy lifting, some responsibilities still fall on humans. There's a position called a Zhan uh, Huang, or yeah. a porn appraiser, which is essentially a content moderator specifically looking for pornographic images and video. A porn appraiser? Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Uh, the team of researchers use their new helmet device <laughs> on 15 male volunteers, and according to the researchers, the human brain was far better at detecting pornographic content than the AI system. Of however, course. However, the team claimed that the helmet showed that it could detect any brainwave spike from the observer that, that was shown explicit content. We're looking at this helmet. It looks like a bathing cap with search tape to it. Yep. Uh, furthermore, the team claimed that a new helmet is capable of filtering out certain brainwave spikes uh, that may be caused by certain emotions or random thoughts as... For the helmet's overall accuracy of filtering out explicit content based on brainwave signals, the reports indicate that it was approximately 80%. Uh-huh. Research attributed to the helmet's inconsistencies to the lack of accurate pornographic content shown the observers in the fact that all the volunteers were male when most of the content moderators in this category are female. I don't know. We there seems to be some um, some issues with this uh, s- system. Yeah. All right, and there you go. That's all I have time for in the bizarre file for now. So we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Looking for fun things to do this weekend? Pierre Robert's weekend calendar has you covered. Shows in town, movies to see, exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword weekend calendar at WMMR.com to get the list. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I have no idea why some things go viral, but they, they just do. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of those. It was on TikTok. Uh, there was a gal. Her name is Amber Smith, and she was posting about her first date with this guy uh, they had done through uh, a dating app. Uh, it was uh, on Hinge, and she said, he asked me on a date, and here we are. And she was shooting the video in the parking lot of her local Target because that is where he wanted to go. Oh, that's nice. As a first date. And the video, like, over, it amassed, like, 800,000 views and 60,000 <laughs> likes within a overnight, you that's know, funny. just took off. And the reaction was, like, really positive. Oh, my God, yes. People they, saying she should marry him, right? Women are saying, you have found your guy. You have found uh-huh. your forever guy. Uh, because he wanted to go to Target for a first date. I mean, that's cute. You know it's what cute. I mean? If, yeah. he, if he did that for her, that's really cute. Yeah, and apparently they spent an hour walking around, and uh, the date ended. They are going to do a follow-up date. Oh. Apparently it went well. Yes. But I think, and it, it didn't say in this particular story, but I think I, I saw it in the news yesterday, that uh, she had said his reasoning was, look, we'll hang out together and uh, if if it does if it's awkward, it, we're just at a store. We can yeah. kind of you know mm-hmm. just go our separate ways, right? Right. And yeah. It'll be okay. And that was his reasoning behind that. I, well, I can see that. To me, it's you got an icebreaker. It's something yeah. different. Yeah. Uh, there's things that I've you know like first dates. 
a lot of times, like a, a movie is 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 a first date, but it, to me, it's like you're not really you're not communicating. You're not communicating. You're, no, you're, you're just sitting, sitting there. there. But on the other side, like a dinner or a lunch or something like that, is almost too concentrated. Of you're just sitting across from each other, and here we go. We now talk. If you have something else to do, right. And you can still communicate, like walking around shopping Hunting. or something like that. Hunting. <laughs> wow. Um, it, I, I think it can make it a little bit easier. So I think uh, the coffee date has become a uh, uh, a little bit more prominent. Yeah, where yeah, all right, yeah. It's sort of the midday. You go out for just a cup of coffee, and that's it. What uh, What could be another store? Uh, that would be oh, home a goods. good first day. Oh, oh, of course. Yes. Yes. It's, 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 it's so funny where, where your brain goes versus where my brain goes. Because you say home goes. I was thinking like a uh, REI. And okay. I have to work at a store and, you know, check out well, hiking gear. your girlfriend, she would probably yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go to Sam Ash. But, you know, there you go. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Look at all the guitars sure. and drums yeah. and stuff. We just go in general to a mall, right? Uh, well, you yeah, could, and that's what I was be. wondering. Does that count as the same? You know, I, I guess it could. Was, I think it is. Yeah, I mean, teenagers, I grew up near King of Prussia. You know, if you went on a date. For is that Conno- a teen date? Conestoga High School, Steve. Actually, yeah. Conestoga, Upper Marion, Radnor High School, we all went to the KOP Mall. Sometimes it was like group dates, you yeah, know, yeah. where it's just a whole bunch of people going to the mall at the same time. Right. But also, it was like if you wanted to go steady with a girl. <laughs> right. That's where you We're going to go to Spencer's now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, as well, to take it to the next level. As an adult, yeah, I guess going to the King of Prussia Mall and getting a bite to eat and then kind of walking around a little bit. Well, right? you're looking for something creative that, that again, has the things that you just mentioned. But, something that provides you with a, hey, it's awkward, so we have an easy out. We both kind of can yeah. separate quickly. I assume the thing to do is obviously, do, do, is it now you think the norm? I don't think it is. Where you 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 the, you're obliged to go pick the person up, right? Is it? Is no, I think the, you meet now you just meet to make now, sure he's right? not going to kill you. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if, like, all right. So if you were to go out on a date, like to dinner or something like that, yeah. food yeah, court. The, 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 no, well, the guy would be on the hook for let's just say sixty to one hundred dollars, right? I'm I'm just you know sort of ballparking it there. What if you took the girl to uh, Target or the mall and said? I'm taking you, you on 60 a sixty to a hundred dollar <laughs> shopping spree. Listen, I think that this is. I think going to the mall, it's not cute like Target. You know what I mean? Like that yeah, was that was Target's a, nice, a little more. That was a nice gesture. Yeah. There's you know yeah. a whole stigma around Target. Target's beloved. Yeah, yeah, right. So I think that was just cute. I don't. I, I, but I don't see there's anything wrong with going to the mall. But it would probably be more of like a date where when- you. Dennis asked you out on the first date. Where was the location? Where, where, where would you guys do? We'll skip that. We were drunk <laughs> at a bar. Uh, are you just mad? Yeah. All okay. right. All right. But but you had to have had a date after that. Yeah. I think we dinner. The free clinic. Yeah. No. The, no. The, no, uh, no oh dinner. Dinner. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I took Rochelle to a hockey game. I took her to a blues game. Yeah, that was our first real date that we went on. And did you pick her up and drop her off and all that stuff? Did you guys go out? Yeah. Afterwards? So. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. So the first date date that was we went whale watching. Um oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That and she good. Claire was working for an organization called Okinos uh out near Montauk, Kathy, that did that so she was part of the crew that would do that the thing would, and uh, went oh, that's cool. it. Although if nice. it had been a bad date and you're stuck on a boat for some time, oh, yeah. you know, it's a good I hate you whales. <laughs> or you got seasick. Yeah. Man, you're a loser. <laughs> Don't say that, whale. Yeah, going somewhere you could potentially get sick. Yeah. Not a good idea. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, the unique first dates, though, are wonderful. I mean, that's uh, that, that's what you kind of hope to have. Something to talk about. Something that can spark also, um, you know, other sort of offshoots. If you're walking around a Target, 
you can get a fash someone's fashion sense. You can say, you know, find out if they're like a homebody. If they, you go to the entertainment section, point out the movies you like. You know, it'd be kind of cool. Longwood Gardens, that'd be a good. That would be really a beautiful good. one. You know, yeah, it's, it's yep. outside, beautiful. Take a nice long walk. If the date goes, you can run. Awry, you can bury the, <laughs> <laughs> the person. You can bury them there. Yeah, right. Uh Hang on a second. Let me go to uh, Kate. Hi, Kate. Good morning. Good morning. What's uh, up, Kate? I like to do a uh, video chat on the app first because you can really get a good sense of seeing and hearing somebody and all that sort of things before agreeing to meet them for like a drink or coffee. So, okay. Kate, it seems that this is like the uh, one of the really big things to come out of um, you know the past two years plus uh, this the, you know the, the pre meet on the video chat thing. Do you think this? So, this is something you will always do, correct? Yeah, I mean, it, it, like, you really get a sense of somebody, right? right? Like, if they have, like, an awful, like, terrible Philly accent or something. <laughs> if they have <laughs> a terrible Philly accent. Unbearable. But what about if the background is, like, the Mars landscape? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, there could be all sorts of weird things. No, I, I see that. I You do want an indication. Just seeing something, you know, in text and a, and a stag, static snapshot, if you could actually converse with the person, that would help. Yeah, and yeah. to see, like, just how they carry themselves, their confidence level. Like, you can tell a lot within the first few seconds. Well, really. let, me, yeah. let me ask you, if, if, if a guy said for the first date, hey, I'm going to take you to Target, would you find that endearing and fun, or would you be turned off by that? No, I think that's fun. Okay. All right. Yeah. And, and, and uh, but thank you, by the way, uh, Kate. And that, on, on his end, the guy who we haven't seen anything right. from yet... It's kind of a test uh, for him as well to go. How will she react to me saying right? This? And if she's fun and right, and, and right, is right. into to like cutesy stuff and doing doing something different, then that's the type of person this I want to stupid. hang out with. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, this is stupid. Well, You're stupid. <laughs> yes. Why don't you just give me the money you would have spent on dinner and I'll and let me go shopping shop here. by myself? You can leave. Um, there are some good. Why is the parking lot below? In fact, these texts are flying in left and right that I don't have time to uh, to read them all. But um, I mean, uh, Longwood Gardens does have a beer garden now, so that's yeah, a, you know, a step in the right direction, right? Um, there was one. Um, the people were saying IKEA, <laughs> uh, like if you're yeah. going to follow like the sure. right. yeah, yeah. Uh, IKEA is fun, and then also think about your first date was at IKEA, and then for your dinner or your meal, Swedish meatballs. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nice. Mm. What about uh, places like, like going to an amusement park or something like that? I think that's that's a good one. I think um, ice skating, roller skating. Like no one's going to. If you have motion sickness, you're not going to agree to that. If if you're asked on a date, paintball. Paintball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. On the same team, right? You know? Yeah. You How about a taxidermy <laughs> class? <laughs> <laughs> I took a date to uh, uh, Buffalo Billiards one time. Uh, you know the yeah, yeah. hall down in Center City, and that was a lot of fun. There was like an activity to do, and it was, it was a good date. And it ended up not going anywhere, but it was like um, it was a fun date. Was, you need to have the, that that right mix, Nick, of something where you can talk while you're doing it and yeah. talk about uh, like like billiards, obviously, uh, where where you can take the pause where you're so committed, like my taxidermy class. <laughs> Uh, uh, you, where you you can't talk about anything, but right. then that's that's a hindrance. When you're opposite sides of the table and you right. run out of things to talk about. Mm-hmm. What about air uh, hockey? Uh, that's uh, like the painting with the twist stuff. You, you know, yeah. something like that. Oh, something okay, different. Yeah. I don't know. All right, let me go to uh, <laughs> let me go to this. I've uh, Len. Hey, Len. Good morning. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yes. Yep. What's up, Len? Um, so a girl at the gym tells me that she's got a girl she wants to set me up with. And I said, all right, give me her number and we'll talk. So I text her during the day and we start chit-chatting and she goes, 
Well, I said to her, I said, what are you doing tonight? She goes, well, I have a formal to go to and left it at that. I was like, well, are you asking me to go with you? Because I'm a custom tailor, so I have two tuxedos. I said, and she knew that. She said, yeah. She goes, let's go. So I meet this girl. She's absolutely beautiful. We go to the Valley Forge um, Convention Center. There's a 10-piece band. It's for doctors. The uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was for doctors. Thigh doctors. <laughs> <laughs> no. Regular doctors. Okay. And, practitioners and they had a 10-piece band they did all 70s and 80s music it was awesome wow and then later on later on that night the mummers show up <laughs> it was a phenomenal in the bedroom <laughs> no that is wild i think most people would say our first date is going to be a black tie event i think that would be kind of daunting for a lot of people but you you rolled with it it was great all I right loved it. it was a great first date and i think we've dated for six months it was good okay all right. That's not bad. And she, it turned out she was a doctor, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, well, there you go. Thanks, huh? All right. Thanks, Len. Appreciate it. Uh, let me go next to... Uh, let me go to Doug. Hey, Doug. Hey. How you doing? Good. What's up, Doug? Well, um, so I met my girlfriend through Facebook, and after we talked for a little bit, we wound up walking around Penny Pack. Huh? Um, yeah. Penny Pack Park, yeah. and uh, she's she's a nurse. Um, I'm a firefighter, and uh, we got engaged back in June, and we're getting married in October. So just the walk? Could you tell it was magical right from the walk? You know what? It was it was just funny because a lot of things that we talked about, we had a lot of similar interests. Um, it, it was. It was. She's an arsonist. Conversation. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> he loves fire. So, but but essentially, them out. Your first date was a walk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Walk. Walk. Oh, nature walk. Yeah. Now, now the like work, and then obviously, if it's not going well, you start walking faster. That's yeah, all you yeah. have to do. So fast that yeah. they can't keep up at all. <laughs> One of my favorite songs. I love. love I love rock. I love. Uh huh. Uh, slow down. Uh, yeah. In fact, uh, here's a text that says they they went on a date at at IKEA. Uh, somebody recommended Lou Turks as a first place. To <laughs> Lou go Turks on would be great. First date. Because, <laughs> hey, that's that's my mom up on stage. That's a Delco date for you. This is Delco date. Somebody took a, uh, my now husband took us skydiving on our second date. That's a that's a bold move. I mean, yeah. if it works, cool. Mm -hmm. uh, but if not, like if she's terrified of that, let me pack your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they packed their shoot afterwards. Um, so, uh, but what, I'm, I'm wondering if, if uh, uh, you know, simply upon where they wanted to go. So this guy recommended Target as their first date. Um, if you had refused to go on a date because of the place they suggested, like Lou Turks. What, what's remote? What is it? What is it absolutely for bad date, first date? Like I to, to me, you, you run the, like an Italian restaurant is a bad first date because there's a lot of sauces and things that could spill. And you, 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 <laughs> I didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So you're, I think you're like the, um uh like a wedding, you know, if you need a date for a wedding. Yeah, man, that's yeah. Forget yeah. that. Yeah, that's. I think that's, that's problematic. That's awkward for people who aren't even on dates. Mm -hmm. Are we gonna have children? <laughs> we just our first date. Yeah. Um, hang on, I'm gonna go to Roy. Hey, Roy. Good morning. Hey, good morning. What's up, Roy? Hey, um, 
my wife and uh, my now wife and I, our first day was at a funeral luncheon the day after we met at the uh, the wake. A funeral luncheon. You <laughs> met at the wake and you said, hey, let's get together. At well, the- yeah, we met at the wake and then, uh, you know, we're texting that night and like, hey, what do you do tomorrow? Like, well, I think I'm going to go to the funeral. And yeah, I was like, well, maybe we should just, you know, maybe I'll go to and we'll get together at the luncheon. And then, uh, <laughs> that was our first date. Oh, uh, so who died, by the way? So my friend, my friend's grandfather and her friend's grandfather, uh, they were brother. Yeah, you know, our friends were brother and sister, and they were kind of there, just kind of mutual, uh, mutual support, and uh, didn't really have a male to talk to. So, okay, uh, so you weren't were stricken with grief or right, anything right, right. like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's very casual. Yeah. In fact, they were coffin side. Hey, uh, <laughs> yeah. how, how long? How long did it last, Roy? Oh, we're married. Oh, you're married. Oh, there we go. Hey. We've, been married, and, we've been married for seven years. And every so, time he smells formaldehyde, he gets a boner. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, this was uh, this was 14 years ago. <laughs> and and you share this story with people and tell them that you met oh, at a funeral? Yeah, I mean, absolutely everybody. Oh, how'd you meet? Like, well, you're never going to believe it. But it's Honey, just, the, remember, the don't, don't move while we're having sex. Don't move. God, it just reminds <laughs> me of the funeral. That's funny. That is wild. Uh, I wonder how many people share the story of a meeting at a uh, Preston and Steve event. Uh, or we got a text from Sunday. They, they, uh, their first date was a um, MMRBQ 2018. Oh, I love that. And uh, I guess they ended up getting married as well. We had a whole series of people who had had first dates at, um, well, no, the mixer technically isn't a first date, right? No, not really. No. But it's yeah. uh, we met there right. uh, type of story. Yeah, yeah. Here's text says, uh, my now wife took me to Penthouse Strip Club in Philly to watch her friend do amateur night. Oh, my God. And her friend won. All right. <laughs> so yeah. did you end up with the, oh, you ended up with your wife. Okay, not, not her friend. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, here we go. Let me go to Dave. Hey, Dave, good morning. Hey, good morning. What's up, Dave? Dave! Dave! Hey. Um, yeah, so my, uh, my now wife, uh, we had... We've known each other for years. A friend tried to set us up, and it didn't work. We'd gone on two dates, which honestly I don't even remember, and then didn't really talk for a couple of years. But then we had, you know, Kathy's kind of moment of a, a drunk hangout at a bar that turned into then a first date. Of I took her to the shooting range. So you're drunk, and you figured, let's go shooting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, guns and alcohol go great together. Uh, and she now, did you know if she was into shooting sports at all? No, and so that was... I didn't even think about it at the time. Um, like, I'm not a big gun person. I, just, I do own one, but uh, I just like it as kind of a fun activity. Yeah. Uh, so when I when I proposed it to her, I didn't even think, oh, some people, this might not be cool, or I don't know, even though I've known her for a while, who knows, you know, maybe I'll piss her off and uh, and she'll turn, she'll turn it on me. But, uh, but no, it turned out well, and we're going on, uh, getting ready to be eight years married next week. Mm, nice man, thanks Dave for appreciate the story. I think going to unique stuff like that is a is a good way to kind of test water. Like, you know, they have like hatchet throwing now and stuff. Oh, like yeah, that. stuff is good. Kind of, something yeah. that just gives you something to talk about. Like Target is a perfect. I think people default to the I meet you at a, at a bar or I meet you. Right. It's too it's too hackneyed. How about miniature golf? I like that. Is that is that like overly cute? You know what I mean? Oh, How great. about build a bear? Okay. <laughs> Well, it'll show your, uh, you have deep pockets if you take it to Bullseye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah seriously. <laughs> you two not, bears. You're not cheap. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You must drive a Lambo. <laughs> uh, let's see. We'll go to uh, Francesca. Hi, Francesca. Good morning. Hey, guys. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up? 
So I uh, I met my husband actually at his father's funeral. No lie. A lot um, of people hooking up at funerals and wakes. <laughs> Chicks get so horny. <laughs> <laughs> second oldest brother and my brother were best friends in high school so we went to you know pair of condolences and that was the first time i ever met him and our first date was his first tattoo appointment we picked up mcdonald's and i watched him get his full back tattoos so you sat there and watched him get a full back tattoo yeah eating Mc- it was free food I yeah i want to know what the tattoo is yeah Oh, so his whole back is uh, pretty much dedicated to his dad. And, like, um, there's a huge a whole scene of, like, angels and demons and all that stuff. <sighs> Are you tatted yeah. up, too, Francesca? Uh, I have a couple, yeah. Not as many as he does. He has, like, quarter sleeves and yeah. his back and legs and all that stuff. But... You have Alf on your cleavage, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> all right, Francesca, thank you. <laughs> yeah, the, the the funeral thing. That's uh, Will Smith. And, uh, maybe it's more common than, than we realize. I just, you know, like, weddings were always good. When I was single, weddings were always fun, you know, and... and uh, the was it, single chicks? Yeah, yeah, because that's part of the deal, and that's, it's you know, but... Uh, I don't know. It just seems something um, inappropriate about being, you know, corpse side and saying, what's your number? Speaking of corpses, let me go to Tony. Hey, Tony, good morning. Good morning, Durka, Durka, Durka. Durka, Durka. What's up, buddy? So I met my wife on the Plenty of Fish or one of those weird dating apps <laughs> and um, decided to try to take her to the Mutter Museum. Uh, As so a first date? At first date, Mutter Museum. Okay. Like, let's, let's vet it. Let's vet it out. <laughs> so uh, so we get there, and there's a wedding there. There was oh a my wedding. God. We open the doors, and there's a bride and groom and the whole deal, and they kicked us. They are like, nope, we're doing a private wedding. Can't go. Oh, man. So, I know, right? I was so mad. So eventually, we were, we're now currently married. So um, eventually, when I decided to propose, I proposed at the Mutter Museum oh. right near, like, the... Dried penis, wax vagina. Uh, right. <laughs> well, the colon would be cool. <laughs> It'll turn her on. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, that's it was a good vetting process to feel, to, to figure out if she's cool or not. Yeah. And yeah. When, you, when you had uh, pitched the idea to her about that being the place, how was she receptive to it? Oh, totally. She was like, whatever, I'm in. She's like, I'm up for anything. It's that, not a big deal. That's a good litmus test. Absolutely. That's why I like the target thing. You know, they're saying so I, I think this exactly. went viral. Thanks. Okay, that's cool. Let's do it. Oh, we have the guy who texted in about uh, the Penthouse Strip Club. <laughs> Yo, Fred, you're on the air. Good morning, man. Yo, guys, what's up? I'm cutting grass. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm 420? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, I'm actually cutting grass. You're actually cutting grass. All right. What's your story here, Fred? I wanted to hear a little bit more about this. Yeah, um, yeah my, my now wife, She uh, her friend was doing amateur nighters, like wet T-shirt contest night at Penthouse in Philly. And it was like a Wednesday. In the middle of the summer, she took uh, me and my friend up there to watch her friend do amateur night, and she won that night. But it it sucked because I'm landscaping in the middle of summer, hot days and whatever, and here she drug us up to Philly in the middle of the night on a Wednesday in the middle of the week to watch that. But that was uh, it was like our second or third date. So what, what was your first date? Was that, that, that first night, the penthouse club? Um, that was that was like her second or third, and right. then, but before that, one of her one of her first dates, we drank a bottle of tequila in her car. Oh, <laughs> that's wow. not really a date. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of just that's, that's an abduction. That's just like a <laughs> drunk driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's yeah. in the trunk. Yeah, yeah. 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 Things got better. All right. <laughs> okay. Thanks.
girlfriend. I, I don't like her a lot. <laughs> She's buried in long regards. Uh, Marissa mentioned this. She wrote down a note and says a quizzo is a good first date. That is actually, yeah. yeah. Learning a lot about the person. Right. And you can find out where their interests lie. Sure. If they're really good. You know, if you guys watch the same movies or listen to the same music or something like that. I can come up like would that. Would you do, Kathy, would you do like uh, D&D Dungeons and Dragons no. is the first thing? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> what, about, what about something um, physical like... Uh, Sex? No, not oh. quite like that. But uh, Jello wrestling? What's that? Jello wrestling? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. exactly what I was going for. I thought you for. said cello wrestling. <laughs> exactly. I thought he said that too. Yeah. Cello wrestling? We do it with a cello. and a cello in a pit and see who wins. Dude, I pinned that cello four times. <laughs> Like a hike or something? Yeah, I guess so. What about a round of golf? That wouldn't be bad if you and well, you your don't. partner knew, know that you each like golf. Yeah, and if you they got played. And, and you, yeah. If they, if they knew the game, yes. Yeah. Uh, if not, it would be a nightmare. It would be a five-hour <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> oh, I've never played before. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no! This is going to be so much fun. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to go to uh, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Good morning. What's up, Jamie? Hi. So, Hi. yeah, a, a friend of mine, and we went to a haunted hayride, and we had this creepy guy friend that tagged along. <laughs> so I met this one guy, and I was like, hey, you're my boyfriend for the night. So that was our first date. Uh, okay, so that was a, that's more a meeting, which I, which I, I think is very cute. So from there, what was actually your, okay, we're going, when you sometimes... You know, you have to say, okay, this is our first date. What was your first date after the haunted hayride? Um, well, it was dinner. Okay. He was late. All right. And he was uh, late. Uh, <laughs> all right. And uh, how late was he, Jamie? Um, probably about a half an hour. Ooh, that's not nice. good. It's not, were you sitting there in the restaurant alone? What was his excuse? Uh, he had to work. His wife wouldn't let him work. <laughs> 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 you go to that whore? All no, right. that's awesome. I just say we've been married for 12 years. Excellent. Right. Excellent, you. guys. That's cool. All right. Thanks, Jamie. I appreciate it. Well, this guy, you know, it was a good idea. Um, and apparently, and she had told him, uh, like, the, the next day or, or a couple of days after, she's like, do you, uh, you know, do you have a TikTok account? And he said, yeah. no. And she's like, well, just to let you know, I <laughs> posted this video about us going on a date at Target, and it has exploded. <laughs> and it went viral. It's probably got over a million views at this point. It's but pretty wild. People saying that that was a great idea, a good sign yeah. that this is a keeper, and they're going to go out on another date, and we'll see how it goes. Get um, creative. It's yeah. A good, it's a good way to... That's the thing. But it's hard. To, sometimes it's hard to come up with that outside of the box thing. Yeah. And, uh, but if you hit it just right, it can be perfect. What, do, drink a drink a bottle of booze in the car. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're gonna break and be back in a moment. So cool. stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. Ninety-three-three WMMR. Everything that rocks. So I want to go back to the story we had in the Bizarre File. Uh, is it Mykonos? Is that how you pronounce it, Kathy? Yeah. That's in Greek? Yes. Okay. It's so in Greek, Preston. It's in Greek. Yeah. Uh, so a mother and daughter were there. They went to a restaurant. Uh, they were kind of talked into hanging out in this particular area of the restaurant, which is a, a sun deck that they have. And they, they sat at these chairs. And it's apparently a popular location. Yeah, it's, it's a very a, touristy city. Yeah. You, you, Real I, beautiful view, yeah. right? Yeah, it's gorgeous. Uh, yeah. This doesn't surprise me, though. Like, a lot of the places... Um, 
seem to be a little bit like this, where okay. you pay six hundred dollars for two. They're drinks. predatory, right? And, yeah, and, and, it seemed like right. so. So they they uh, eventually they were kind of. Uh, nudged into ordering some food or, or uh, anyway. Two mojitos. Two and mojitos and two crab legs. Like, just two crab right, legs. Right. Two. Not, not two orders of no. crab legs. Are you even two full legs. after that? Right. They were king crab legs. They are, uh, they're in, big. In their defense, they are the big crab yeah. legs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they were charged like $640 or 600 euros uh, for that, or they were going to call the cops on them. Uh, they were threatened literally with that, with not being able to leave the country. Now, I'm sure... You know, yeah, no matter that, what, that wouldn't happen. No matter what the story is, yeah. that kind of predatory stuff will happen. As you were saying, Kathy, if you looked at the history of this place, the uh, the, the reviews are uh, replete. With it's, all a scam, yeah. it's a scam, day. You know, it's one of those scams. Scam. Right? Get yeah. in here, get in here, come on in here. Oh, we're going to take yeah. care of you. And then, and then at the end, oh, yeah, here's the bill. Oh, wait, so is this place is known for like it bill now? Like it's now known amongst, so on the travel, like the trip advisors and stuff like that, it had that reputation. Now, mind you, it's a nice place, and everyone agrees the food and everything is quite good. However, <laughs> two drinks, two crab legs, well, yeah. 600 bucks. My experience was a little bit different. In London, <laughs> um, we ordered uh, two um, martinis, and I forget what vodka we ordered, but it was the because it was imported. Uh, it was oh we paid forty dollars for each drink, so it was like, an, or I think it was, yeah, it, it was about an eighty dollar bill for wow. two drinks. Did they so wrangle? Did they wrangle no, you into it? Or, no, they didn't wrangle. We just did, ordered, were the we, prices listed? Obviously, no. We just they were like, what's what type of vodka? And we named it, and I forget what it was. Um, and then give me the forty dollar kind. Well, yeah. obviously, we questioned it after, and they were like, well, it's. So and so vodka. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, <laughs> like well, you're not in the United States, yeah, so it's like it's, Tito's or you know so, something. Like, you just, yeah, was. you would get here stateside. You we know? had yeah. no idea, so uh, we ended up paying eighty bucks for two drinks. Wow. I mean, I've already told the story <laughs> on the air before, but the uh, when I had that we were in the, that suite at the Eagles game, and I oh, yeah. ordered wings. Oh, yeah, <gasps> and <laughs> what I didn't know is I was basically ordering catering wings. And not only that, but like beers. I mean, we had so much beer. We Did were handing it out three, like three. That was I, a mistake, I, though. Yeah, or you, whatever it was. Yeah, well, that is a mistake. And what I'm curious about is when you, if you do make a mistake like that, and, and it is a legitimate yeah. mistake. And before, say it, it comes and, and you're like, oh, I, I didn't know. I am sorry. I, I didn't mean to do that. Well, they sometimes go, well. You know, so even the, the, so, it was a mistake. But not only that, but the menu had prices on it. But even the prices were kind of written in a way that made it look like, like it wasn't five hundred dollars. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, you know, oh, it was like five dollar wings what or was something. What was the final bill? It you, was over a thousand dollars. Yeah, Casey had ordered off the catering menu. <laughs> I mean, they brought out because I had ordered yeah. two orders of wings, and they were like, well, why don't we just bring out one order? They said yeah, yeah. Wow, two orders. And did you that hasn't happened here in five or six years. We haven't seen anybody. Do. Well, so that's the thing. They were like, "Why don't we bring out one orders, and if you need any more, we can, you know, we can bring out more." Because there was only five of us in this entire suite. I was like, "Okay, yeah, that's fine." And when they brought out that one order of wings, and it was in a giant chafing dish. I was like, oh, yeah, we don't need all of these. And then they're bringing out, you know, when we ordered, like, a beer, they brought out a bucket of beer. Did you pay the bill? So they ended, we ended up, we were able to talk them down a little bit. Because, and so the manager had to come out, and I said, listen, the way this is written on the menu, it makes it, it you know, I thought this was... Ten dollars. Put not- your mother on the phone, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Preston. So the name of this place in, in Mykonos is called the DK Oyster Bar. Yeah, uh, and I, I brought a, and you mentioned in the B file the, uh, the people go to TripAdvisor to rip on this place. 
they do. And so I want you, Preston, to just read these as I scroll through. The, the, right, the top uh, one is, is the one from the story I just recounted. <laughs> yeah. Here's another one. A scam waiting to happen on the unsuspecting masses of vacationers heading their way. Uh, uh, heading their way. Uh, the waiters tried selling us food. Each kept giving us different prices. We kept to drinks. Uh, after hearing about the bad reviews. Nona says, I went to this place uh, on a family vacation, was left horrified and ripped off. Asked several times for the prices. The waiters kept telling me it was cheap and not to worry. The bill was over 400 euros uh, for a couple of badly made drinks. <laughs> I mean, it's one star after one star yeah. after one star. I feel robbed. The so waiters that's a scam. are extremely intimidating, especially when questioning the bill. These people are a bunch of scam artists. I really wish I read more reviews before coming here. Wow. Uh, yeah, this one says, we were lured to dine at their restaurant by friendly, pushy waiters offering us comfort in the sun. Oh, so this is a full-on scene. Yeah, we were then uh, pushed into ordering food from menus without prices, but the waiters seemed so energetic, smiling, and patient that uh, we felt obliged not to be a nuisance. Long story short, we, a family of six, paid almost as much for this one meal of our vacation as we did the entire hotel stay of five days. <laughs> Jesus. And I can't see how the prices they charge are warranted. I'll never be coaxed off of the beach again into any establishment without reading the reviews first. Anytime somebody's like forceful like that, you know. Yes. I, something's, something's I don't like happen. that approach. I hate that approach. I will. Ne- I never get suckered in on that crap. And uh, my sister and I went to Paris. I was only like, you know, 18 yeah. years old and she was a few, she's four years older than me and, we're, we're, and there, there were high pressure people on the street yeah. trying to get you into places. Into these various places, yeah. yeah. One of them was live sex on stage. I kid you right. not, it was in yeah. the red light district. Live sex on stage. And I go, dude, she, and this guy spoke English. Yeah. He, and he found, oh, you guys are Americans. Wow, wow. So he really started giving yeah. us the hard yeah. sell. And, yeah. and, and I go, dude, it's my sister. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not yeah, no going to no love Come on, man. You get his, come, just on. come on in. This you is know? a good way to no. bond with your sister. You yeah. watch her 69 on stage. <laughs> Um, Las or Swiss Nerf. <laughs> Las Ramblas in Barcelona is a little bit like that, where they're coaxing you into the different restaurants and stuff like that. But um, I ordered, if you go to a, a good restaurant or not, you know, a place that's not going to scam you, I ordered a bottle of champagne. And um, the guy, I, I, the price, like, wasn't on the menu, you know, one of those. And Be I, leery when you, there's no price that you can well, see written down. It, but a lot of times they don't yeah. list the prices. And, and I had had it before, and it wasn't like some astronomical bottle. But the guy came over and he said, I just want to let you know uh, this whatever version of what it was was like $400. He said, so I just want to make sure you know what you're ordering. That's what a good restaurant's going to yes. do. And that's when I was like, okay, no, thank you. And I thought it was go, the regular bottle. Did you go... Do you look like I can? Do I look like I can't afford a four hundred dollar bottle of wine? Then I must look like some sort of hooker. <laughs> no, Casey. I was like, you're right. I'm not paying four hundred dollars for a bottle right. of champagne. Casey, when they brought out the thousand dollars plus, did you say how much without the buffalo sauce? <laughs> <laughs> well, here uh, 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 going to Casey's story. Jessica has one similar. Hi, Jessica. Good morning. Good morning. I just wanted to tell JC, like, don't stress out because I did the same thing. We went to Disney on ice a couple of years ago, and we had five kids with us, and we were like, oh, can we get five orders of chicken tenders, five orders of french fries? And they brought back five straight, five, like, chafing dishes of chicken tenders and french fries. Oh, my God. And they, like, gave me a bill for, like, $1,600. Yeah. Crazy, right? I... I, like, almost jumped out of the balcony. But, like, Jessica, let me ask you. Were there enough people in that suite to finish even one of those orders of chicken fingers? 
there was like seven of us. Yeah. And my oldest at the time was like seven years old. That, I was like four little kids. The fact that you listen, <laughs> I, I, same exact and I don't, thing. You know, but I mean, you. You ha- is there a listing for an individual serving of chicken? No, uh, no, but like, like a little paper menu on the thing, and it's like there's no prices, and it's like chicken tenders, French fries, fried <laughs> shrimp, whatever. So, so and I'm like, oh, let me get five orders. And at first, they brought out like one chafing dish of French fries and one of chicken nuggets, and I was like, well, that makes sense. Like for room, they just put it all in one big tray, right, whatever. Right. And then they came back like four more times. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> and I was like. What is going on? Like, this is like our, like, we paid like $1,000 for this, like, sweet for Disney on Ice to begin with. And they were like, oh, no, like, this is all you ordered. And I was like, oh, well, then we have a problem. Yeah, we have a major problem. And that's why, like, you know, this is the norm for them. That's the thing. For for these, you know, the servers, that's the norm. You know, so. Well, they're used to, they're used to, to providing food for a suite. However, if there's seven people, like with Jessica's situation, yeah. and one of them is a kid. And you're, you, you says, are you sure you want a quarter of a million chicken fingers? Yeah, you have to explain. This yeah. is an entire right. dish that you're Chafing ordering. Dish. Do you under, like even with yours, Casey? Yeah. They should have explained to you, like her saying, "Okay, let's start off with one." Well, you didn't know what that meant. Like mm-hmm. there should be, hey, are you? All right, you understand so that's that there's two hundred fifty thousand yeah. fingers and fifty one thousand French fries. <laughs> Jessica, did you get uh, Jessica? Did you get the money thing worked out with them? Um, I cried and cried and cried and cried, and they, like, took four of them off because we didn't touch them, and I refused to touch them. But it was still, like, $200 in chicken nuggets and french fries. <laughs> oh, my God. Four <laughs> little kids. Especially when you, kids. You, you went the extra mile to get the thing and take the kids to see Disney on Ice, which yes. I'm sure you were riveted by. You get a week's worth of chicken <laughs> fingers to take home with you. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, but, like, the thing is, you also, you feel like an idiot. You know what I mean? Like right. you do. How you did feel I not embarrassed. Know? Yep. You feel embarrassed. Yeah. You feel like. And listen, all the time there. Like whenever I encounter the the, the people, the, the wait staff, they're, they're awesome. Like right. they'll they'll hook you up and they'll take care of you. But there there should be a, perhaps a little bit better delineation between an individual if they even offer an individual yeah. size Thanks, and a chafing dish. So I and I had something similar, and I don't want to say like where I was, but you know, I, I went in to have a, a, a service done. And I was expecting one price, right? So I went in and um, so I ended up getting quoted this price that was basically three times as much as I had anticipated. Right. And I was so embarrassed that I that I couldn't pay it. Yeah. Um, that I was like, okay, well, hang on. To, and so they still have my stuff. I will use my mouth on you. Uh, but I, I was like, okay, all Did right. Did they well, do the... The service? So I, th- there were three things that I needed serviced. I asked for them to service the cheapest one of the three. I go, okay, hang on, but hang on to everything. And then, you know, when I come back and pick this up, yeah. I will, uh, you Why know. Why don't you just go get it and say no thanks? Uh, well, so I ended up sending an email to somebody else, uh, you know, because I dealt with somebody online. The person that I dealt with at the store was different. So then when I went home, I finally got the balls to go, I can't pay this. Like, I don't want, you know? And so I emailed the person. I'm like, listen, this is what I thought was. And I was too embarrassed to say something and, and just walk away with my with my product. You should have sent them a note like written in crayon. This is my house. But, I cannot afford this. But I was so, I like, I, and that's what it, it really boiled down to was just me being too embarrassed to say, it is too do you think they were being, me. Do you think they were being predatory to you? Do you no, think they no. Were, okay, you just got confused. I just got All confused. Right. And I also, I didn't know, you know, going into it, I, I 
you know. Right. The other problem is, like, when you want to find out how much something costs, like, the Internet doesn't really help you with that sort of right, stuff. Right, right, yeah, You're yeah. like, how much should this cost? And then the Internet's like, well... We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> you know where this happens actually a, uh, a lot is um, the nail salon. So I was really I was yeah. sitting in a nail salon and I watched them. Uh, this, do you want this new type of manicure? And the girl was like, "Okay, well, what is it?" And there's a little bit of a language barrier, yeah. so they do their best to explain it to her. And she's like, "All right, yeah, that, that sounds fine. Great. Comes with a little extra massage, you know, whatever it was." And I was still there when she checked out, and it was a two hundred dollar manicure she got. Whoa. She, she she goes, what do you mean $200? And they were like, well, we did the whatever the nail polish was and this and that. And, and she was like, absolutely not. She goes, it took you the same amount of time to do my nails as if I were to get a regular manicure. If it was a three-hour long right, manicure right. and there was more time that went into it. But she, she What was re- the reaction? She refused to pay. She yeah. said, I am paying this. She said, yeah. you can call the cops. You can do what you want. I am not paying you for this. And they did eventually just charge her what she would have normally paid when she you know, went in there on a, a normal basis to get a regular <laughs> manicure. I also, my, uh, I just got a text that was reminded, same thing happened with dog grooming. Uh, and and so I, that, yeah, dog grooming's expensive. Well, and I know you that. don't know that. I, yeah. and, and I know that, and I go, I know going in, but uh, you know, I'd gone in the the last time, and my dogs were a little hairier, a little bit more matted, and their butt hair removed as well. Please, Steve, they these guys charge me hundreds of dollars, really more than what I'm used to paying. They charged me a matting fee, and they just shaved it off. Any, well, listen, what was the final charge? It was like. Hun, can you text me and let me know? Because it was somewhere in the neighborhood of like somewhere between three to five hundred dollars. Oh my god! Wow, that's ridiculous. It was two dogs. It was two dogs. And they have big dogs. Two big dogs. Yeah. And Reggie doesn't do well with the with the dryers. Right. Um, he gets like a uh, really anxious. He's not nasty. He's just, but he's also eighty pounds. Right. So that's why I was kind of like, okay, you know, you know, it is what it is, and you know. But I just, I mean, I was like, but I was too embarrassed to go. I'm not paying this. Right. You know, that's that's way too much. And then you, you know, and I, again, I don't know what it. You know, when you just say it's a matting fee, but then you just shave over it anyway. I'm like, what's the what's the difference if you're, sh- you know, there might be a big difference. I don't know. I'm I don't not, know. I'm not but a dog it it seems very pricey. It seems yeah. extraordinary. I mean, even for the size of your dogs, like five, that's ridiculous. Here's a text says went uh, out in Amman, Jordan. Uh, one time and ended up with a $3,000 U.S. dollar bill that I had to argue down to $1,500 in Arabic surrounded by a bunch of Jordanian thugs. Uh, He said everything is negotiable in the Middle East. It was a gentleman's club, and we were paying for the, quote, the girls' time and their $50 drinks. We didn't even get an effing (laughs) O-T-P-H-J out of the three of us. So they had to argue. Uh, Wow. That's um, insane. Hang on a second. There was uh, here's one that says, hey, guys, everyone should know that if they're in a foreign country, unlike America, if there's bread or anything on uh, else on the table, uh, when you sit down, you'll get charged for it. Yeah, that does happen. Yes, I have heard of that. Yeah. And when so those... if it seems like it's complimentary because it's sitting out. You need to be aware that you might. have. And as they point out with this place that started this all this place that Mykonos, they actually well, there is a menu online with the prices that are nothing like what this mother and daughter were charged for two crabs legs and uh, and two mojitos. Yeah. Uh, hang on. I want to go to John. Hey, John. Good morning. Hey, guys. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, buddy? Uh, so, quick story. Uh, similar to Casey just being, you know, not sure of something. 
Uh, my wife, it was her birthday. She's also about to give birth to our second boy. This was about four years ago. So I'm just like, uh, you know what? I'm going to take you out to a jewelry store. You pick anything you want. Mm-hmm. And I am a man of modest means. My wife is a person of modest means. Right. And so we go to the jewelry store. The lady was super nice. She's like, oh, let's look at this. Look at this. And my wife was like, I would like earrings. So she takes this display, display case. I'm wearing like mesh shorts and a T-shirt. Uh, so, you know, she takes this to the case. My wife puts it on. She looks great. My wife then goes, you know what? I really don't. I, I asked the lady. I was like, how, how much is it going to be? She was like three to five. I was like, oh, okay. And then my wife's like, oh, I really don't feel too good. You know, let's just leave. So we walk out of the store and I go, Ray, are you okay? And she's like, you know those earrings she showed you? And I was like, yes. She was like, that was three to $5,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. she knows, my, my wife knows, and it's something you guys were talking about, being embarrassed. She knows that I would have been so embarrassed, I would have mm. paid. I've I would have paid. I would have been like, here you go. Yep. Yep. That's the worst when you listen. And you, you, you're a hardworking person, and you're you're there, and you want to... You know, and, and then and when you have to really, and they do that on purpose a lot of times, they they, they really hide the price and they make it small. So, I, you know, I, I'm just very over it. I want to see the, oh, look at the price tag and say, this is what I'm looking for. You you won't waste your time and you won't waste their time. But it, but it, it is a little weird when you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, yeah, dude. And I, and I remember in my, my earlier years of wandering into a higher fashion store oh, or my hiring God. jeweler, like a big name like Cartier or, yeah. or, or, or Tiffany, and starting to, you know, shop for something, Rochelle, and then they get to the price, and I'm like, yeah, and you're then, like Steve Martin. The head turns. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to you have to try to play <laughs> off the uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> stir crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thousand. <laughs> uh, but 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 you it 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 tests. <laughs> I gotta find that. It tests your composure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because you don't want to seem, you don't want to be embarrassed. Oh my God. When, you know I bought, I mean? when I bought Claire's the 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 uh, the uh, engagement ring, you know, and I was a place in New York called Fortune Offs, and I'm like, <laughs> this was pre Steven Singer days. Pre Steven Singer. Wait, Fortune yeah. Offs sold diamonds. I thought it was like it was actually in, in, in Long Long Island. It was known as the jewelry store. Yeah. This is well, if only I had Steven Singer at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was sweating bullets because I, you know, again, I, you, you're just getting started and you want to make sure that you also want to do something that she's going to like, at least be able to show her friends. Yeah. And I remember going in there and, and fortunately the person was very, was very kind. Again, and we're not saying it just because it's, you know, he's an advertiser, but it's the truth. It's the Steven Singer experience is a lot better. And they get this. They mm-hmm. get that you're going to work within your budget, and that means all, all the difference in the world. You know, I remember asking a dentist, because uh, I had to get some sort of, it had to have been a, uh, like a root canal or something like that. And I was like, well, you know, so I was presented with options. And I was like, well, how much does a root canal cost? It's going to be some money. He wouldn't tell me. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> what? Uh, so somebody in that office knows how much a root canal costs. Can somebody please tell me how much this is going to cost? This, so I know. Honestly, and it's it's the truth. And I and I implore you. You are the customer. The you are you have no. 
you have, do not feel bad. Whatever your your yeah, means, ask. you're in there to give a give business to these people. Yeah, you're entitled that information. You're entitled to that yeah. information. Yep. And if they seem secretive about it, leave. Uh, let me go to Chris. He wants to comment on the the dental thing. Hey, Chris. Good morning. You who? Yeah. <laughs> He just knew he prompted. <laughs> it's, 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 it's too early. I couldn't do it. Uh, what's up, Chris? First of all, I thought when I was on the phone, I was dying because I heard an angel speaking to me. And I was like, oh, it's Marissa. <laughs> I, I love, 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 love Marissa. She's on. It's an A-plus show all the time. Oh, Excellent. there you go. We'll let Bill Weston know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, well, quit hitting on her and tell us your story, please. Well, Casey was saying about the dental. Yeah, yo, be careful because these smaller offices are being bought out by larger ones Mm -hmm. and are pushing stuff out. My friend went to one, and they tried pushing all this stuff on her, and she's like, I don't even need it. Like Like Zoom whitening and stuff like that? or Tongue whitening. And then uh, years ago, somebody went in for uh, a procedure, and they came out. They, like, got 10 teeth taken out. And none of them were needed. They, oh, like, that's not a good dentist. Yeah, that's Bottom line, you go into yeah, the dentist and they remove 10 teeth that they don't have to take out. That's not a good Listen, dentist. Listen, while you're here for the cleaning, what about I remove all your teeth? Yeah, yeah. It's we easy have audio to... of a guy who just got that done. Wait, no, 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 no. Well, they're going to make the case that cleaning them is easier when you can take them out and put them in a washing yeah. machine. Anybody think yeah. about that? My wow. friend had a medical procedure done, and um, they were telling her, your insurance is likely not going to cover all of it. And she was like, okay, well, we're not going in. Like, you're not putting me under. Right. We're going in for this until I know around how, h- how much? much. And she said they could not or they wouldn't give her a price. And she was like, we're not doing this till you give me a price. Yeah. All right. Let me Let me go to Mike. He had an interesting situation one time. Hey, Mike, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, uh, I was in Lauderdale with my wife uh, on vacation, and we were at a resort that had a golf course attached to it. I wanted a cigar. So I go into the pro shop, and they have this nice selection of cigars. I go, oh, let me grab this one. It was like a Davidoff Robusto. I clip the end, walk to the register, and the woman says, that'll be $65. (laughs) 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 My, My wife looks at me and goes, you better enjoy that cigar, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, you were commi- You had to buy it. You had no choice. I was so committed, man. I had, I had all but lit it. I mean, it was the end was clipped, and I'm just looking at it like. Look, once you've done that, you bought it. Mike was going to ask yeah. for a roach clip, and then he could smoke it all the way down. My cheek and gum to get it all, <laughs> dude. Thanks, Mike. That's crazy. Oh, my God. All right. My sister-in-law is from Greece, and uh, so she texted me, and she said, uh, I still will never understand why Americans go to that side of Greece. She said, it's all like this. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, you know, there needs to be like an insider uh, tourist information uh, yeah. hub yeah. to tell you to avoid that type of thing. Wow. That's a, that's a big time scam. All right. Well, listen, thanks for your calls. We appreciate it. We do need to take a break. We'll be right back. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Get social with Preston and Steve. 
Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you by Shock IT. Protect your business IT infrastructure now with shockit.com. Well, a 32-year-old man has died two days after he was spotted hanging off of the safety bar of a cable car ride before plunging 50 feet to the ground in front of horrified families. It's some incredibly bizarre video. Uh, police announced the unidentified park goer's death just two days after he was filmed, hanging from the safety bar of his seat on the Sky Ride at Lagoon Amusement Park. Uh, he was seen dangling from the car while facing towards it. Uh, as it crossed above a fountain surrounded by people, many of whom stopped and pointed up at the man. He did not, however, appear to be struggling to get back on the ride. No. And instead appeared calm as the seat that he was dangling from passed by the camera. Cops say that the man uh, was in the park with his family at the time, oh, although he was riding the cable car alone. His family has reportedly asked authorities not to release his name. And mystery surrounds how the man ended up over the side of the ride and whether he let go of the bar deliberately or fell after being unable to climb back in. An investigation is ongoing. There's a, a ride. Well, it's not a ride. I'm sorry. It's a game at Maury's Pier where you hang from a bar and yeah. you got to see how long you I've can actually it. hang. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how long I could actually hang yeah, from a they, bar. They usually have like a two-minute countdown clock, right? Or, or you... I, I've, I've seen people doing it, and I haven't stayed long enough. To You're not 50 feet is. up, though, right? You're no, 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 no. You're yeah. just above yeah. the ground, but it's it's a contest to see how long you right, can do it, right. whether you win a prize or not. But, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, grip strength is, like, in in, uh, uh, in things like um, um, jujitsu uh-huh. is something you really work on because okay. it takes a lot. You know, like those uh, rock climbers? Yeah, and so yeah, it yeah. Incredible grip strength. It's it's not as strong as you think it is. If you watch America's Funniest Home Videos and people try to do the, like a rope swing out over a river, uh, yeah. you see them face plant yes. all the time because they don't realize how much strength you need to be able to do that. Uh, so uh, just a few minutes later after uh, this happened, police said they received multiple calls that the man had fallen from the ride, oh, man. which transports guests from one side of the park to the other. Officers and paramedics promptly arrived on the scene to render medical aid, they said, before ultimately deciding to airlift the man to a hospital in Utah where he was listed in critical condition and apparently passed away Jeez. Uh, the, a couple of days after that. So... Uh, both police and Lagoon officials said it did not appear the ride malfunction, and an investigation of the man's death is underway as questions remain about the incident. <laughs> I mean, you think one of the slowest, safest rides you could right. be on. Yeah. Emergency crews responded Tuesday to an SUV that drivers spotted submerged in the Yakima River, <laughs> but the Yakima County Sheriff's Office says the driver claims he did it intentionally. Wait until you hear why he drove his truck into the river. Callers said they saw a blue suburban in the water of the river. Sheriff's deputies responded. They found the vehicle in the water and the owner nearby. The owner of the vehicle told them he had replaced the thermostat in the vehicle and needed to fill the radiator with water. So he drove it into the river? The driver told them he intentionally drove the SUV into the water so that he could get water into the radiator. To be honest, 
Uh, it's better he has no vehicle. Right. <laughs> He's too stupid. The vehicle has been towed back out of the river. No word on the damage done. So the notion of actually just pouring it into the radiator. I guess he, he didn't have time him. for that. Yeah. All right. I don't I'm a busy or man. He, he didn't think to do it. I'm a wealthy businessman. Usually, dogs are the heroes, but not this time. Authorities in the U.K. were searching for an elderly woman on Saturday who'd been missing for over an hour when a member of the public heard her cat named Piran meowing. Uh, the police said that the person led rescuers to the woman who had fallen about 70 feet into a stream in North Cornwall in an area that is difficult to access. Uh, rescuers got to the woman. Uh, they got her out. She was taken to a hospital where she is listed as being in stable condition. But so this old were... woman falls 70 feet. The other guy falls 50 feet. Yeah. A younger guy and doesn't make it. Yeah. The, but but she... a lot of love <laughs> in the family. I don't think it was a free fall for her. Him, right. It was a straight free fall. All though. right. Hey, a gi- did you guys see this? A giant rubber ducky? Yes. Made a surprise appearance in a main harbor. <laughs> no. And officials say they have no idea why. Does it say joy on it? It says joy on yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Catherine Given, the harbor master of Belfast Harbor, said the 25-foot-tall yellow duck with the word joy written on it, uh, its front appears to be anchored in the, shall- in the shallow part of the harbor. And according to Given, she said, everybody loves it, and nobody's in a hurry to get rid of it. Yeah. They just want to leave it out and there. It's really... smile. It's adorable. I think there was a follow-up I thought I heard, overheard on the news this morning as to who did it, but I, I didn't see the story anywhere. Uh, over drinks with his alleged accomplished Saturday night, an off-duty Portland firefighter decided to, quote, teach a lesson to a man he had learned reportedly burglarized the marijuana dispensary that he operated. Uh, so Douglas Borland... Uh, Hong Lee uh, and his friend Hong Lee uh, drove to downtown Portland to look for the man and found him outside Ruth's Chris Steakhouse where Lee pistol whipped him and forced him into the black Range Rover that Borland was driving. Uh, Borland together with Lee and another man, Edward Simmons, uh, then took the abductee to a marijuana farm where they hid him in a storage container. What? They didn't call the police or anything. They kidnapped this guy. Well, the law usually encourages you to take matters into your own hands. Uh, Friends of the man saw him forced into the Range Rover and called uh, his father to tell him what they witnessed. Meanwhile, an Uber driver called police Sunday Mm. saying they reported the same thing. I thought pop people were more chill. Uh, The driver told police that the man unsuccessfully tried to brace himself against the door frame to avoid being pushed inside the SUV. So, I mean, they forced him in there. Uh, he followed the Range Rover, and uh, it didn't have any license plate, but he got a picture of it. Where are uh, we going? Uh, the victim of the alleged kidnapping wasn't inside the SUV when they pulled it over, but police found a gun on the floorboard in the front passenger seat and blood on the inside of the rear driver's Uh-oh. side door. Police searched the inside of the Oregon Hemp House for the man and didn't find him there. Uh, Lee, when interviewed by detectives, said Borland had learned that a man had recently burglarized his business and had stolen marijuana. So Lee said he and Borland decided to teach him a lesson. And the idea was to put him in a storage container overnight at the pot farm. Uh, the plan was to remove him the next morning and then force him to lead them to the marijuana he had stolen. Lee said he had fired his gun once while they were at the farm. So Let me ask you, did they store him in a container with pot in it? I don't know. Yeah. That'd be <laughs> awful. Right, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Borland faces three counts of first-degree kidnapping, yeah. and the other guys face charges as well. So that's some serious trouble there, and that is what I have in the Bizarre File for you at this point in time. We're going to come back in a moment. Stay with us. Back in a moment. 
Hey everyone, it's Kathy Romano. Spring is here. Now let's get that ponytail ready for the chopping block for Kathy's Cuts. We're supporting Wigs for Kids and helping children look themselves and live their lives. Donate your hair to Wigs for Kids on Monday, May 1st. Go to PrestonandSteve.com. Make sure you meet the new minimum requirement of 14 inches of hair. Then make an appointment to join us on May 1st. You'll receive a new short hairstyle by the amazing stylists at Gravity Hair Salon in Ambler and Vibe Salon in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Donors will also get refreshments from Duncan, a Kathy's Cuts t-shirt, and a gift bag from True Beauty Concepts. Don't wait. Go to PrestonandSteve.com to sign up. Kathy's Cuts, benefiting wigs for kids from 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. You can get 0% financing and a free estimate when you book a cherry ring in siding.com. Since 1975, they've been providing service with a cherry on top and sponsoring the Hollywood Trash this morning. Steve, what's up this morning? Well, get this. Online site celebwatch.com that Sarah Hyland and fiancé Wells Adams have welcomed a new nephew. Yes, a nephew into their lives. Okay. Hyland and Wells admit that while they're ecstatic over the birth, this nephew was completely unplanned. <laughs> hey! Jennifer Love Hewitt is teasing the return of her 911 character, 911 operator, Maddie Kendall. In a powerful episode last season, Maddie fell down a well, but every time she called 911... She wasn't there to pick up. <laughs> and finally, Dancing with the Stars pro Cheryl Burke announcing on Instagram that she has filed for divorce from husband Matthew Lawrence. Burke is taking all the blame on this one, admitting she thought Matthew was Joey. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> That's your holiday trip. All right. Yesterday, finally, I went. I know we have these warmer temperatures coming up, and we had the snow the other day. Uh, but I went and got my uh, car washed. I got the cheapest wash possible because yeah. I know that. Um, There's more to come. <laughs> well, it's going to melt. It's going to melt the next couple of days. Roads are going to get wet again. There's still, yeah. there's still salt all over the road. And you got to you got to get the salt off your the undercarriage. It's going to get it all over yep. again. But uh, and and I had, I like right after the snow came and went this last time, not this time, but the time right. before. I went and of course I couldn't get into the <laughs> car wash because they were just mobbed with people. But we were talking about uh, car washes uh, the other day, and Kathy revealed about. Uh, something to us about her relationship with car wash. Yeah, well, so I did the same thing. Uh, when we had that last snowstorm, the car was a mess, and I had to go through. And the, the one that I go to, you drive through it. There's another one where you get out, and the car will go through, and you sort of just wait. You can wave to it. Yeah, you, well, you wait. Yeah. Hi, car. Yeah, exactly. You're almost done, buddy. Um, but I went through the drive through one, and... Uh, yeah, so I I realized that I do something every time I go through the drive-thru, and it's because I'm afraid of something. What do you do? In the car wash. Um, so when you get to the... I'm okay with the, the soaping. I'm the okay brushes. with the rinsing. I'm okay with the brushes. Oh. It's the dryer. Oh, no. Oh, really? You're like a dog. There's got to be somebody whose windshield has shattered because of the dryer. It shakes. So I have to, here's what I do, right? So I pull the visor down and I turn to the back because if my windshield is going to shatter, I don't want the pieces of of glass to hit me in the face. Oh my God. So I look back, I I look at the back of the car when we go through the dryer. Hey, here comes the lady that pleasures herself when the fans come Uh, up. That's so (laughs) funny. So I know. I wonder, I'm I'm sorry. I I wonder what speed the air is, is coming out. If it's like. 
slower than your car is driving. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like if you're going 60 than, miles than an hour. Is the air coming? Now, mind you, it could conceivably be, but you, 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 your car is set to handle, your windshield's set to handle a fair amount of air. Yeah, you can, I, I don't know if your car is shaking, funny. Gabby. But no, what, the windshield, like the windshield well, wipers that, are shaking. The side mirrors shake a little bit. Uh, there's, okay, there's a little I thought you were saying there. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous when I go through there. I thought you you meant like the windshield with that was actually shaking. No, the wipers uh, are, are definitely shaking. But <laughs> the car's not sure that the windshield isn't shaking. Uh, might uh, shake uh, a exactly, bit. Steve. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> um, so, but that's the only part of it because some people I would imagine are afraid of the brushes and all that stuff. And, and I, I always, um, the, the one part that, that would freak me out a little bit about a car wash. And when I was a kid, I might've been scared of the car wash. And then when you would go to the ones when you get out of the car and watch it go through, that mm-hmm. was really cool. Yeah. I, I love that. But is the one of the first things you go through, which is the giant drapery uh-huh. of that, that just kind of goes back and forth, yeah, and, and, and it it kind of hits your car, that's the sound, all over your car. I think that probably freaked me out a little bit as a kid. I loved. Uh, it I doesn't lo- bother me now. I mean, the most magical thing in the world was to go through the car wash and see all the the brushes coming and all that yeah. stuff. I, I do the, uh, um, but I know a lot of people are actually. It's terrified, so they won't. They won't do those kind of car washes. They'll do the ones where you get out. What I love seeing occasionally is you'll be at one of these places, and the car will roll out because it's coming off the the belt. And you know, still, they mm-hmm. left and, it in and, drive, and, and it just and you see the guys go. Oh, 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 we're uh, running after the car to stop it. Yeah, I've seen that happen a couple of times. Yep. Did you guys know that uh, Kevin Gunn, who works down the hall, uh, his car, uh, he was going through a car wash uh, and his car died in the middle of the car wash? No. Oh. So um, he was stuck. He was stuck in there. They had to turn the thing off. <laughs> it's a neutral, though. Wouldn't well, we? yeah, but, but like when it was over, Steve, he couldn't move forward at all because it's, it's just comes cards like died. it was the most embarrassing he didn't know what to do yeah. start honking yeah. his horn I guess. yeah he had to get out so yeah. he's in the car he's in the oh, car wow and he had so they had to turn yes. it off he was so um, i'm sorry kevin if you didn't want me to share this on the air but like it's a good story and and he was mortified and so they had to get, they had to like push it out oh, no. and uh, and then you know get it serviced while he was at the um at the car wash that's pretty funny uh by the way i love this text it says everything i've learned about kathy this morning I now know love is real because her husband has stuck around through it all. Well, here's what I would suggest. Here's a perfect day for Kathy. You go to the diner, you eat some food, then you go to the car wash, roll down the windows, and let those clean that that clean the smell of the meal off of you. Casey, did you go through for Kill Casey through a car wash? A couple times, yeah. What, What was that like? It was fine. It was, yeah. we, well, to finish that, we put him on the hood of a car yeah. and yeah. tied him onto it and took him through the car. And did it hurt or anything? No, 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 no it didn't hurt at all. And, and as a matter of fact, uh, it, was, it was glorious. Okay. Uh, but I went through tw- at least twice. You did, yeah. yeah. Okay. And you did great. And who, who was in the studio at that? Pete Yorn? Yeah, really? Yeah, the musician. Oh, my God. Singer-songwriter. <laughs> Hang on, I want to go to Lori because here's an option for you, Kathy. Hey, Lori, good morning. Hey, what's up, Laurie? <laughs> what's up, guys? Yeah. Kathy, it's okay. I do the exact same thing, except <laughs> I will drive out of the car wash. And, like, I've gone over the bump, in like, which stops the car wash to get away from the dryer. So I- so to get to, when you get to the dryer part, you floor it and get out of there. I do. Because <laughs> like, I can't. You know, because for, for the same thing. reason? But I, like, cut. If you go over a bump, like, if you don't wait. It, like, shuts the car wash off. I don't even care. I just floor it, go out, because I hate the dryer, too. And then you just keep going. Oh, my God. That, that's, I just keep going. 
No, because if you don't dry, you, you'll you'll get water streaks. The, well, that, yeah, that's why I wouldn't do that. Yeah, not the water marks. <laughs> so, Kathy, you prepare for for an explosion of of, of glass. Pull my visor down and turn yeah. around and face the uh, back of the car. Do you pull your visor down, Lori? What do you you you, you know? You just no. fall. you don't even worry. No, I, my visors are down the whole time. So, but. Even still, like, I can't even stand the, the dryer. To, yeah, at least Kathy can go through the dryer. I mean, well, you're, you're better than me. Why do you go to that kind of car wash? Just go to one where you can get out of the car. Uh, we don't have any of those, do we? <laughs> okay. Right, hey, Lori, what, what is it? What is it, though? What is it about the dryers that, that you don't like? Well, it is really loud, but it's the same thing. As soon as you hit the dryer point, the whole car starts to shake. <laughs> and, the, like, the mirrors, the... the um, what do you, the windshield, I can't even talk. The windshield, everything. I can't stand it. I'm just afraid something's going to break. Yes. Yeah, and so, so it just, it, it makes you nervous. It makes me so nervous. I just want to get out of there. Like, I just, <laughs> yeah. It, that, well, I uh-huh. I, God bless you. That's kind of, hey. I messed everybody else's car wash up. <laughs> Lori, can I ask where you're from? I'm from, uh, well, right now I'm from Westchester, but I'm originally from Delco, Casey. Yay! Yay! I thought maybe it was a Bucks County thing. I wasn't sure. That would have been good. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe she had a bad experience with the tornadic action. <laughs> Thank you, Lori. We appreciate it. All right. Of all of the, that is like. That's one of my favorite parts of the car wash. Yeah. I like watching the beads of water start to run, run off, off the, of the, the uh-huh. polish. If you yeah. get the polish, that, I love that. I, I love I love the spinning, the brushes or whatever the hell they are. All that yeah. stuff. I know my, I know but, what you're talking about the beads of water, but I can't yeah. watch it because I'm so distracted by no, the I, fact that I, I might die. I find the the drying part to be kind of the most benign part of that whole. I mean, it's loud. Why did you put it like a like a beauty mask on over your eyes? <laughs> but yeah. I have to get a helmet next yeah. time I go through. So my my car wash actually when you're Probably maybe about a quarter of the way through, it will actually project an image onto your uh, windshield. Do you guys have that at yours? No, it's, I'm it's, like, I, you, I mean, you could uh, you could sell advertising with that. Like, you could put a press. What is it? What's the image? Um, is it like a porn picture? It's not a porn picture. No, it, no it's actual video. It's actually hardcore video. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh yeah, which is great. No, it's um just whatever Real- the. Soap that they use. Oh, really? Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Oh. Yeah, because there's there's some ads in the one that I go to. There's like a Rain X ad, uh-huh. but but it doesn't it doesn't uh, project it projects, into the projects it. Yeah, next time I go that's through, pretty cool. Yeah, next time I go through, I'll, we should, I yeah, like that. We should see that. Yeah, we could spend money on that. Wow. All right, hang on. <laughs> you going through? Let yeah. me go to uh, George. Hey, George. Good morning. Hey, good morning. What's good morning up? It. What is it? Good morning, it, my man. All right, so you had an interesting car wash experience. I'll say about going on two years back, finished work at 7 a.m., uh, decided to wash the car, you know, early that morning, dirty. Yeah. And it was a freestanding, no one around, no attendance. It was at a gas station. Okay. Yeah. And it was a $5 type deal. I put the $5 in, the door opened, I got my car on track, and it went through. And it put soap on the car, and it put soap. It did it for two-plus hours. It got stuck at that cycle, and I was stuck in there for two and a half what? hours. I had to call my wife. She had to crack down to own this thing. And the oh fellow turns out that Mr. Patel came from Philadelphia and came, and he'd never had that experience with the machine. You were stuck in You were stuck, stuck in the car wash in the car for yes. two and a half hours <laughs> while it was soap soaping in the soap cycle. In All the right. soap, that blue soap. 
joke. That's everywhere. Yeah. Covered everywhere. A couple <laughs> of questions here, George. So mm-hmm. is it is it a car wash where the, the, the doors, the, fr- the uh, entrance and exit doors will close once you get inside there? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes. So that closes. Is your car running? My car was in You had to neutral. turn it off at some point, yeah. right? Right, I believe it. Yes, I did, yeah. Okay, because yeah. I was wondering if you would die from carbon monoxide. They yeah. usually oh, have you put yeah. it in neutral. Yeah. yeah. There's got to no, be a ventilation. I it off after I realized this thing was stuck in that cycle, this soap, blue soap cycle. And again, I, uh, first thing I could think of was just well, call Steve- the wife. There was nobody around and no... There's, it was an experience, yeah. There's some of them that you pull in, Steve. It doesn't have a track system or anything. You pull in, and, and right. you stop, and you put it in park. Right. And the doors close, and you don't go anywhere. It goes around you. You're right. Exactly. So I'm assuming that's what that was, right, George? Yes, sir. Exactly okay. what it was. Okay. That's yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. And so this thing, the soap, was running for two hours? Two plus. Yeah, two and a half. Oh, my God. I guess so. I mean, it operates all day long. Yeah, it right? just keeps so. going. It was early a.m. and nobody around, nobody at the service station, and I was stuck in the car with this blue soap everywhere. <laughs> oh my God. So you're sitting in there. There was no way you could have opened the door, and I mean, and got got now right because it's spraying constantly. Absolutely, and yeah. it was spraying this blue heavy foam type soap. He went in with a white car and it came out turquoise when they were done. <laughs> Dude, that's oh wild. That's crazy, Kath. I actually, clean. yeah, the car was clean. Yeah. All right, thanks, George. Two and a half hours. There you go. Thanks, right. man. We'll see right. you. Kath, I actually got a text message from my wife. She says, tell Kathy I have a near panic attack from the dryer every <laughs> oh time for from fear of it exploding. What? For the fear of it exploding the windshield? Like do you know shattering. how much Do you know how much velocity you'd have to generate to blow a tempered glass a windshield out of your car? I do wish we knew somebody who owned a car wash that could tell us the, you know, like the velocity yes. that it comes yeah. out of the dryers yeah, as yeah, opposed yeah. to out in like a heavy, you know, a strong-winded day. And by the way, windshields will explode because also because debris will hit them in a tornado. Not yeah. not just a straight-up wind blowing right. your windows apart. Well, right. the guy who owns my car wash at Parks Best, he yeah. listens to the show. So call in right now if you're listening. What's, what's the velocity yeah. of the dry cycle of your average... <laughs> Here, Justin's gonna relieve you of your of your uh, uh, anxiety okay. because of this fact. Hey, Justin, good morning. Good morning. Sorry for bothering you guys at work. No, <laughs> we appreciate it. What's up, Justin? So, Kathy, there is a film that is on both sides of your windshield. Okay. It's called safety glass. Right. So, if something hits your windshield hard enough to break the glass, it won't actually explode. That's why when the fire department, uh, like like your side windows are tempered glass, they'll shatter. Right. But your front one won't. They like they, there's a saw that they have to use to get the glass out of that. Okay, right. That's like if you ever if you ever remember in some of the comedies when they're doing like a a, a car chase and the windshield cracks and they try and kick the. It's, it's like through. it's like Pineapple Express, right? Right. In Pineapple Express, Justin uh, 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 James Franco tries to kick right. out the windshield. His foot right. goes through a little bit yeah. and gets stuck. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate it. Uh, is this your buddy? Is this Alex? Is that uh, who are you talking about? No, no, no. I don't know if that's All right. The same this guy. is an Alex who apparently builds car washes. He's a texter. Okay, All right. so we got him. Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning. All right. So. Kathy thinks that the windshield can be blown out from the blowers <laughs> that dry off the car. Slim to none. What's that? It is very slim to none that is going to happen. All right. We had a question with those high-powered blowers. 
Any idea at the like the miles per hour that the wind is coming out of there? So it's about seventy five hundred CFM. Which equates to, if we were to liken that to a wind velocity. Uh, 55, maybe. Oh so if you've ever driven your car 55 <laughs> miles an hour, Kathy, you're running the risk of having your windshield blow out. <laughs> oh my god yeah so it'd be like you know like driving down the road doing like you know on the highway if you're doing like 75 80 miles an hour if you stick your hand out the window yeah it's like that okay it's probably it's about like the same speed oh yeah, but why okay. don't my windshield wipers wiggle when i'm driving down the highway you're, then uh, I, uh, I can tell you why i know why go ahead well, because the way your car is driving down the road, the front end of your car will have the uh, the proper uh, wind resistance. It, it goes up. It go- doesn't get to that part. Those things are angled exactly. at a bunch of different directions, and they're shooting directly down that way. You it's have not- wind coming at you. From- exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Wait, Alex, did you say 7,500 CFM? CFM. Okay, so that's, I'm looking, I, I just typed that in to see what would come up. It's like an industrial fan. Right. Like, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. Not that much. Yeah. 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 Wow. So she's she's actually turning around as if she's like like a knee in the space program, bracing for impact because the windshield's going to blow out. Alex, I'll bet there there are a lot of people that are afraid of car washes, though, aren't they? Oh yeah, I mean I see it a whole bunch. Um, people that are just scared to drive up on or go through, or they get claustrophobic or anything like that. Yeah. So, and Alex. listen, I'll, I'll admit, I'm sorry to interrupt, no, no. but I'll admit sometimes that, uh, that like, big mechanized, uh, you know, big pieces of machinery freaks me out I a little agree. bit. Yeah. I'm like, you know, it's like oh, the Terminator. Yeah. It's like it has no remorse. It yeah. will take you out, <laughs> It man. won't stop. Yeah. yeah. Ever. Yeah. They, they can be scary. Yeah. Well, right. so, like, in the, um, Alex, have you ever heard of someone getting stuck in a car wash for right. two, two and a half hours, something like that? Is that, I... I <laughs> So, so there are similar stories like that. So, um, actually, one time, actually, it was actually not that long ago, a few weeks ago, somebody, so the conveyor that takes you all the way to the car wash, somebody jumped off of it and fell into the hole that all the dirt goes into. Wow. Oh, my God. Okay. And um, the car got wedged and had to get a tow truck at each end to pull the car out of the tunnel. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, that's the one thing. So as the car is being pulled across, though, you would normally put the car in neutral in most car car washes. Neutral, you'll roll right through, no problem. All right, all right, interesting. All All right, right. thank you, Alex. We appreciate it. No problem, guys. All right, see you, bud. All right. Uh, Casey was wondering if we could go send Kathy through a car wash right now. Yeah. Uh, Live on the air and get a report from her. (laughs) Well, now that you know that it's only 55 miles per hour... Well, there's one right up on City Line, is it not? Right. There's, a, there's a few with all within two miles of where we are right now. Mm. Do you where want, you stay in? I, you I, want, sure, why not? <laughs> Although, I, I just went through. My car's pretty clean, but I, I can go through. Mine's kind of dirty. You want to take mine? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Take Nick's car. Get it clean. Uh, no. Nick's windshield's kind of wobbly. <laughs> um, maybe we'll do that in a little bit. We do have an interview coming up, but maybe after that. Let me go to, uh, is this Duncan? Yeah, yeah. Good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, Duncan? Yeah, so actually, I just got a car wash from this last storm at this place called Adams Royal Car Wash behind Taco Bell. Okay. In Gilbertsville. In Gilbertsville? All right. Yeah, it's like a nightclub. They have these lights. (laughs) Yeah. Like red and blue and yellow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So is it it one of those um, that's on a track and it rolls through, or is it one that you pull in and stop and the thing goes around you? 
No, it's a track, so it'll okay. pull you through. And yeah. I think in during Halloween they have a haunted car wash. Too. <laughs> oh, that's pretty wild. That's yeah, I would do that. I would do that in a heartbeat. What a great idea! Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. for for a while during the the uh, the pandemic, they had. Um, Strippers inside, uh, like they had like a, a car wash tent. Oh yeah, set up. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd go through. They, they yeah. would wash the car. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, something to bring up quick is uh, Johnny Knoxville did the naked car wash. So he sat on the hood naked uh, on his car and went through a car wash. So that's naked. So, so, Kate, right. was there anything that would, that would hurt <laughs> Thanks, your Duncan. hurt your junk? I mean, you you were you were in a standard real deal car wash. Yeah, but no, it was you went through twice. You're wearing a bathing suit, I was right? Wearing a bathing suit. No, it was like gentle touch. Yeah. You know, so. All right. Um, yeah, but gentle touch is still high-pressure water <laughs> being shot at you. And that if that hits a little sensitive zone, that could still do some damage. I was fine. You were good. <laughs> you were good. All right. And clean. Well, yeah. Kathy, uh, maybe once again, you've you've opened up your little isms to right. the world, like smelling, you know, cooking. Uh-huh. Menstrual and, cups. And not wearing, again, menstrual cups. And now the dryer, the car wash. If so. she does do the drive through later on, should we have someone who is like a trained therapist? <laughs> talking her through. I really don't think that I could. I mean, I guess I could if I really tried. But like, I, I still think I'll put that visor down and maybe just turn. <laughs> Come on, up, just turn a little let's bit. Try and do it just... without. Let's try and face your fears. <laughs> yeah, you can face your fears. I'll yeah. take video. All right. Well, listen. I want to take a break. Be back in a moment. Stay with us. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. No one likes to talk about money, but everyone wonders if they're doing the right things with their money. Am I saving enough? Can I buy a house? Am I paying too much in taxes? Will I be able to retire? There's no easy way to understand how you're doing. Not knowing is limiting your potential. What if you could unlock insights about your finances in less than five minutes with a clear picture of where you stand today and where your money can work harder? Now you can with a free financial wellness score from Facet.com. This isn't a boring retirement calculator. It's a simple way to know if your finances support the life you want to live. Haven't you waited long enough? Take the first step toward reducing your stress about money and reaching your full potential. Visit Facet.com to take the free quiz and get your financial wellness score today. That's F-A-C-E-T dot com. This ad is sponsored by Facet. Facet Wealth Incorporated is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. 